It is Friday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I am. I quit karate for Winnie Cooper. I'm Brian. And tonight with us, we got a full house of comic exposure. Not only is Travis back for round two, because he couldn't get enough of last week, but uh, we also have his uh, partner in crime at Comic Exposure, Josh from Comic Exposure. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, thanks welcome for having comic us, guys. Ex- welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Travis yeah. Raston. With me, as always, my co-host, Josh Buck. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I oh, hey, yeah. up there for a second. Oh, I forgot what was going on. Ooh, over. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me back, guys. Yeah, guys, I'm excited to be on the... This is my fr- I, This is my first time on the show. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. I've got beard envy from Brian. I'm going to just admit right now, his doesn't have as much gray as mine, and it makes me feel... It's getting there. It makes me feel old, man. That's what it, it is right just now. Just for men. Yeah. I die. <laughs> I've thought. I thought about it. I'm not gonna lie. I've thought about it. I, you know, I gotta. I, I tell people all the time that uh, I see people that are like uh, early graying and stuff, and they hate it. And I go, if I could change, I would. I would love to have just pure white hair. You know, I'd like to see. You know, like you'd look like you'd look like the Witcher, buddy, and I'd toss yeah. you a coin. I yeah, toss you a coin. You're my. I Witcher. always thought it would be cool to have like just pure Santa Claus white hair at like 20. But you need to cut it short and have it all frizzed out so you look like Albert Einstein. Yeah, yeah, like you're crazy. Like you're you're gonna talk about the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a study between THC and gray and see that's why Brian's not gray. <laughs> yeah, it could be it, man. It could be it. I gotta be honest. So you talk about the THC. Uh, so I, I I am no longer have a nine to five, and um, because of that. Yeah, I feel very, very, um, uh, what's the word? Like I've been right out my box. Yeah, free. So I've been hitting RSO pretty heavy. And man, I took too much RSO the other night and it lasted till about 4 p.m. today. Just pure strength, like along many hours. So it was fun. We'll Travis and I have the most nine to five job you can have, I think. I think <laughs> Travis and I are the most nine to five people on earth, if I. Are you both teachers? Yeah, 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 we're both teachers. Yeah. So are you both and, and teachers? I teach government. I'm a government teacher. Oh, okay, okay. So fight the damn man. That's all I got to say. Fight so, the man. Uh, so government in in high school or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelfth grade. Twelfth grade. Oh my god, man! I don't know if I could do that. Sorry. <laughs> that's that's how you feel super old, right? Like, oh no, I feel. Here's here's an example. Last year, so I am old. My my daughter uh, just started college, and last year she was a senior. And I said, guys. Uh, I got my daughter's senior pictures and I feel so, I feel so old. And one of my kids, one of my students goes, Mr. Buckley, you could just dye your beard. And I was like, I said, feel old. I didn't say look old. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, you know. Oh my God. Do they know you collect or you read comics? Uh, My classroom is full of comic book posters. I have a shelf of Batman. I have a whole shelf of Batman behind me in my classroom. So yeah, no, I'm my nerd is on full display in my classroom. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. You got to do that. You got to, you got to, my room is essentially 
like a, a college dorm room, but I teach 12th grade government in it. Well, That's- I think we, we kind of talked about that last episode with Travis, where we were talking about um, good comic material to, te- you know, bring up in a classroom. Oh yeah. Um, so, so what is your go-to? So I, t- I taught American history and when I taught American history, I used both mouse very, very good Art Spiegelman. And I also used uh, Barefoot Jen for World War II, which is a really good story about uh, Japan and uh, sort of the, the aftermath of Hiroshima. Or is it Hiroshima? Travis, can you tell me? Is it Hiroshima or Hiroshima? Hiroshima. Hiroshima. So after Hiroshima. So it's essentially like it looks like Speed Racer, but everybody's skin is falling off. <laughs> so I, I use both of those when I taught American history. Those ones are Mwah, perfect. That, Chef's that, kiss, great. That's why I couldn't watch that uh, show on uh, Chernobyl. I didn't. Like, I didn't watch it. I've heard it's gross. Yeah, I. Everybody was saying, "Oh, it's so amazing." I'm like, I don't want to watch people skin fall off. That's okay. I'm cool. <laughs> he, he Josh does one assignment when he was teaching econ, uh, where like he has a class. Imagine that Godzilla attacked the city, yeah. and what yeah. that would do to the economic structure of a city if Godzilla attacked. I thought that was brilliant. That yeah. Is. We watch we watch the beginning of Godzilla 2000 where he destroys the city and then or no we and then we watch Mecha Godzilla and so we talk about how what happens to the economy when Godzilla destroys it and then what happens when the government spends a bunch of money to create a giant robot Godzilla to fight Godzilla. See here here I am thinking that you like your students and then you tell them you're showing them Godzilla 2000. And- Right. Oh, I gotta be like, what do you hate them? Like, what do they no. do? Is that like your 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 uh, terrible class, the trouble class, the show Godzilla two thousand? Here's the if problem. you guys don't shut up, we're watching Godzilla. Okay, give me, Mr. A, give me a thousand word essay on how that's a lot of fish. <laughs> Here's the problem: anything that has the word Toho in it, any movie. I am. I stand Godzilla always. It doesn't matter. I'll even watch that shitty Matthew Broderick one. I will do it. <laughs> it does not matter. If there's a giant lizard attacking a city, I am in. You need that on a flag, man. I stand Godzilla always. Yeah. <laughs> it is true. Uh, well, Corbin couldn't be with us tonight because, uh, you know. He's as, Corbin. Yeah, as Kyle says. Because he's a busy guy because he's fucking busy so he couldn't <laughs> join us tonight <laughs> yeah. hey man i had to let you guys know about my buddy christian bale you know he's a yeah. busy guy because he's busy yep. yeah yeah i get a, so. i get a message the next day from kyle that just says i know him personally and they're like what he's like christian bale i know him personally that's how i know his schedule and i was like oh, all right i got you i understand <laughs> what what tv show were you were talking about that was so good this is On- us Oh, okay. All right. Is that's that the one where the dude that? Is that the one where the guy died with the? Uh, was it a crockpot? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've never watched it, but I, I like I use a crockpot, and it scares me now. <laughs> I don't know anything about it, but I'm worried about a crockpot killing me because of that my show. wife watches that show, and I go, "Oh, that's that stupid fucking show that Matt watches too." <laughs> is it? We're, is it we're like really like, kill each other? Right. <laughs> is it like a? T- is it like a touch by the angel type of tone? Is it like just good feelings and and is it thirty something? No. Is it thirty something? No. no. Okay. Is it like break uh, it down, Matt? Tell us why it's yeah, good. Matt, I want to watch it. <laughs> here I am, right here. Tell me about this is us. Tell me about thirty something. Did you just bring up this something? Oh my god! <laughs> I haven't I thought about thirty something in years. That's wow. right. Wow. 
I was in my teens, I think, when 30-something was out. But right now, Matt, tell me about 30-something. <laughs> <laughs> this is us. <laughs> I don't watch 30-something, so I don't know. I mean, um, I mean, this is us. It's it's a good it's a good show. It's a, a drama. It's well-written. It's about... Oh, my God. You're doing it like your crappy fucking comic book review show. Yes, well, I I am. Am. Right. <laughs> will it bring me to tears, it, Matt? it will, yes. Okay, I'm in. I'm is it in. a it slow will. burn character development type of thing? It is not. Okay. How do you is it fast burn character development? So, <laughs> you just follow you follow the lives of of three siblings um, that were two of them are twins and the third okay. one was adopted. Okay, Kyle. And are they are they fraternal or uh, exact? What is fraternal. it? I don't know what it is. Is it fraternal or like uh, do they look the same or not? They're they're fraternal. They're not okay. okay. All right. So not as exciting. So it's like Danny DeVito. So Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. are, are in the <laughs> yeah. It's not that exciting. <laughs> not as exciting as Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, but, I mean, nothing's more exciting than murderous crockpots. Yeah. Right. And you know what? I love my crockpot, but I am scared to use it now. But yeah, their dad, pressure, pressure cookers you got to watch out for. Their, dad dies in a, their dad dies in a house fire due to a faulty crock pot that he wouldn't get rid of. And you just watch like how the events of that have pretty much fucked up their adulthood. Wow. So, when did that happen in the show compared to where it is now? Season, two, I would say season two or season three it happened. And what season are we on now? Four, four or five? Five? So it, five. they need to fucking get on with their lives and get it over takes, it. It takes two seasons to learn that their father died via crockpot. Well, you see, so you see a lot of their, that a lot like a of their story. To me. No, a lot of their stories playing out in the in the present where he's already dead, and then it also yeah. goes back to when they're kids when he's alive, and so you kind of see both sides of everything. What was after it, he after was he dies crock from the crockpot? Do they eat like chili and just cry over it? They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's so yeah, good. Your what was, what was in the crockpot? Jack's dream is chili. <laughs> And they were. It was during. A, they have a Super Bowl party, so I'm assuming it was chilly. Oh, that's so. You know what I like to make in my crock pot for a Super Bowl party? I like to make buffalo dip. Buffalo yeah. dip in my crock pot. I think the worst way to die from crock pot if, is if you're just heating up and melting cheese. It's not even worth it. You know, chili you know, at least. Well, what's the best way? Like making mess? death by fondue is not okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to start with one cool way of get, dying from a crock pot, and that's making meth. Yeah, no, he, you're right. You go out, go big or go home. Method of crock pot or nothing else. That's called Walter White clam chowder. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. Travis. So if, you, if you do it in a pressure cooker, is that a Unabomber brownie? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what that is. Can you make brownies in a crock pot? I'm sure you brownies in a fucking microwave now. I'm sure you could do it in a crock pot. Maybe yeah, not. Maybe why would you want to slow cook brownies? Not a not a crock pot, but what's the other thing? And uh, an instapot. In an instapot, instapot. Yeah. And in an instant pot, you can make brownies. I'm sure those are pretty awesome. I see you know, one where they they have a, a fryer, a, a air fryer in them at the same time. Yeah, there's one where you can get like it's the whole thing combined. Chad, I don't, Chad in the chat says you mean crock pot because I dated that bitch. <laughs> those two those, you gotta watch out for those as well and those I thought deep. we peaked last week right. yeah <laughs> so uh, Kyle I hear you have a, a little story that I've been waiting all day for you to, to tell me you know what? It's not going to beat a, a killer crockpot. So I don't know if I can tell <laughs> killer it. Crock uh, killer crockpot? 
That's, that's, Bat, that's Batman's worst foe. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy quote. He can't, he can't figure out a better warrant. No, today on my way to work, I, I like to get bagels. Who doesn't like bagels. a bagel? Where do, you, where do you get your bagels from? Einstein's. Okay. All right. That's a good choice. Good choice. So, I, you know, I don't know if everybody's how familiar people are with Einstein's, but you go to one place to order and then you go to another place to pay. Yeah. So I walked up to the first place and I was like, I'd like on, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I got to put uh, Lance from Couch Crunchers in time out for his terrible ass dad joke in the chat right there. <laughs> Is this geeks who eat crockpot edition? Get out of here with your dad joke. I'm not happy with this. I'm not happy with that. No, you're in timeout. Go ahead, Kyle. So, yeah, so I was at Einstein. <laughs> and the dude walks up to me. He goes, I can take you down here. And I'm like, okay. So I walk to the first window, uh, the second the second cashier thing. He's like, can I help you? I said, I'd like a dozen bagels and some schmear. He's a like, schmear? A schmear. And, and you can uh, go ahead and take one. I said, no, I want to pick it. He's like, oh, you got to go back to the first window then. And I was like, okay. So I walked back to the first window and he walks up and goes, may I help you, sir? And I was like, okay, yes, I'd like a dozen bagels and just here. And, and I picked them out and I go back to pay and I'm back to pay. And the guy turns around and, and there was a guy that it was me, this lady, and then there was another fat guy. Except this other fat guy was shorter, about 20 years older than me. Gray hair, wearing a plaid shirt with a blue like vest to keep warm, and I'm wearing glasses. I'm taller and I'm fat. Brown hair, gray sweater, no and vest, walks, no and, vest, and no vest. And he walks up to the other fat guy and he goes, "Here's your bagel, sir." <laughs> and the guy goes, he just sits there. And the guy goes, "Here's your bagel, sir." guy's still standing there because they're not his fucking bagels <laughs> and, he, and then he gets a little bit snappier here's your bagels sir and i said um i think those are mine and he looks at me and then he looks at the other fat guy and then he looks at me and then he looks at the other fat guy and then he looks at me again i said they're still my bagels <laughs> and he, and he super reluctantly like hands them to me like i was lying like he really wanted to give them to the other fat guy in line <laughs> and i was like this guy can't tell fat people apart. <laughs> You're like, I'm not wearing a vest. <laughs> I was like, you don't remember man. our conversation from three minutes ago that from the other side? But yeah, I just and I, I just felt what like what it was like to be, you know, like where somebody says they can't really tell us apart. Kyle, the most Me? important question is what kind of cream cheese did you get with your bagels? Uh, that's okay. exactly what I was thinking. I just yeah. got the regular schmear. Oh. But I do get the fucking jalapeno and cheese bagels. That's good. Oh, fuck. See, I can't do uh, the only time I can do. Uh, God, what are we doing? We're talking about fucking bagels. Jesus. <laughs> it's the I only mean, time I can like, eat non-sweet bagels. This is my first time on this show, but there's a show we've got to do, right? Like I, I love bagel. I love bagel the podcast. I really do. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like I don't know. The guy just can't tell fat guys apart. I don't know what it was. It just it sounded like he was trying to be funny. And it <laughs> meanwhile, funny. meanwhile, the other fat guy is salivating yeah. at the right? prospect of getting his bagels early. He's, He's like, trying to be oh, funny, all while oh, fat shaming you. Bagel. 
But I was like, what the fuck? I don't know. That's just what was running through my head. I can't tell fat people apart. You just got fat shamed. The only two things that we had in common was we're both white and we're both fat. Other than that, there was nothing else that resembled each other. Well, you all look the same. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, happy Martin Luther Luther King Day weekend, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Complaining about being fat and white. Yeah. Life has has been too good to me. You got to petition that to have fat guy, fat white guy Friday fall on before before Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday. I I was going to yelp a review that said, "Guy at counter cannot tell fat people apart," and I was triggered and offended. Yeah, next weekend's going to be Fat White Guy weekend. We can make a Chris Farley cake. It'll be great. We're going to we can play. We're going to play Blues Travelers. Blues Travelers will be the soundtrack to that weekend. It'll be awesome. I'm surprised you didn't take it to Twitter. Like in, you did with Jimmy in Jimmy in <laughs> I'm surprised I should have tweeted it. Like yeah, as I, I say, you didn't go on the Jimmy full John's. full offensive like you did with Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's is supposed to upset you. That's just how that restaurant works. <laughs> They have two sandwiches that are an Italian sandwich. One has mayo and one doesn't. Why do they got to fuck with you like that? I don't understand. (laughs) I ordered the one without mayo. If you give me the one with mayo, I'm going to be angry. (laughs) I like to say I have a mayo like uh, allergy. Uh, Mayo is oh smart. That's smart, Brian. Yeah, mayo. You have an allergy. Brian, mayo is disgusting. It is disgusting. I agree. That's why I have a mayo allergy. But the weirdest thing is, I don't mind Miracle Whip. I don't. I mind fucking it. love Miracle Whip, dude. Right? You know why? Yeah. Well, you know why? Because it's got that rich tangy zip. Yes, sir. <laughs> I gotta hand it to one of our moderators in the chat. One of them finally figured out how to do their damn job, so that way when someone sends a message that has to be approved, I don't have to do it anymore. Someone finally <laughs> just figured out how to do it on their own. Matt, here's what I want to know. Why can't I see the... I can't see the comments. I'm a little upset. I can see our private chat. I can't see the live comments. I want to know what's going on. You gotta watch I, have the, I have the chat running on my phone next to what me. What kind of show are you running here? <laughs> I can't see the live I comments. Do it, I do it a little bit more high-tech than just doing it through StreamYard, so I go through another program. So I, I just want... You I like have to a, make shit hard. I do. What are you, what are you doing to me, guys? I do. <laughs> first, it's my first time on the show. I just want to see the live comments. God damn it, we're shitting the bed already. I know. It's okay. It's okay. Let's God let's talk. Let's talk. Let's turn it around. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. turn it around. While we're doing that, I want to t- shout out to Jay for sending me the new Absolute Geek shirt. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I like that. Is that is that Robin from? Uh, it looks like Robin. It's very Robiny. It is. Look yeah. under your seat. Look under your seat, Josh. You get a shirt, and you get oh a shirt, and you get a shirt, and you get a shirt. I've never been more happy about getting a shirt. Everyone oh. needs a shirt. <laughs> so, did any of uh, would anybody watch the the rest of the Crisis crossover? No. <sighs> you know, I haven't been. I haven't watched a single episode of that, and I was actually looking forward to it, and it was just. I couldn't. I couldn't. Get, I couldn't force myself to go back to the CW for that shit show that is Arrow. I'm glad that someone who's actually on, who like runs the show, hasn't watched it because I didn't. <laughs> the tweets make me want to watch it. I saw the guy from the shitty W, like the shitty uh, from actual DC movies and the Flash in the same picture, mm-hmm. and I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I want to watch it, but not enough to watch it. I I'm this close. I'm this close. <laughs> 
<laughs> do you have do you do you think uh, do you have to have watched? I haven't watched the CW shows in like two or three years. Do you have to know what's going on to understand the crossover, or can it be like a separate thing and just enjoy? I guess the spectacle of it. I mean, they can't be that complex, right? To sound snobbish, if you're someone like us of our caliber and you know crisis <laughs> and you know crisis, you can you don't need to watch it any of the shows oh. to get it. I got it because you know the events of crisis, but. But Do yeah, they that follow was the, pretty close to the book? Yeah. I mean, they make some changes, but I mean, I'm surprised that the spec market isn't all over it, seeing how they introduce the Justice Friends, they introduce uh, Gleek, so that pretty much means the Wonder Twins are coming. Um, so let me tell you why the speculative market doesn't follow it, because TV spec is dead. TV spec has been know. dead for years, big time. Um. Matt, who's not a speculator, does not agree with you. Well, it's because he's not a speculator. That's right. I'm not a speculator. Yeah. Just said, TV spec know. has been dead for a while. So um, why don't you agree with that, Matt? What? He said, I don't know. I said, I like, didn't know. Yeah. We yeah said, what, what's, like, why do you, what, what's the, what's the, the behind that statement? What's, what's, why is spec, why they say that? spec dead? The yeah. reason why TV spec is dead is because, Everybody went goo goo gaga crazy for it, and it didn't pan out. Like, for example, um, and Matt will understand this because he was kind of, you know, he was right front and center when me and Kyle went all in, and we had, the, you know, a, a little business we were trying to sell books off the speculative market. And at the time, TV spec was the big, you know, with movie spec was what was what was pushing the spec market, obviously. Um, and first. Every every TV show had something to do with comics, right? I mean, it was ridiculous. It was like, right, like uh, Preacher was coming out, and I remember like I thought that yeah, was going to blow Preacher, up. Yeah. Preacher was a, is a big reason, and, and uh, that it happened. Preacher, um, Lucifer, Dead. Walking Dead. We were talking Walking, about Outcast earlier. Yeah, yeah, Outcast. I mean, all those came at that time, and if you remember, like the only one that did well was Walking Dead. And well, are you talking network TV or are you talking streaming stuff too? Because like I'm talking all of it, even streaming stuff. Look at what Titans did. That didn't push any spec. We got you got more spec. Um, How much coverage. of that is that that a lot of this stuff's been in movies already though? Like no, it's I not know because it, it did good for Umbrella Academy. So let me tell you 100 what it is. 100 what it is is the shows weren't good enough to push the spec. That's why Umbrella Academy spec went so good. Is because the show was so good. Every other show was was garbage um, that was on TV. TV. Now, if you look at like the, uh, DC Universe, all those shows were excellent, but nobody what's, watched them. What's a DC Universe? Mm -hmm. uh, is, like where Titans are and yeah. Is, is, so so Brian is like so so the quality of the shows affects TV speculation much more than movies. So or is movie not. Does the movie not have to be good and then the spec is still high? Does the quality of a movie as opposed to a TV show affect this? So can you have a shitty movie, but the speculation is still high? Does it well, affect movies the same way? Did Hellboy push, did the new Hellboy push spec? It did yeah. at first. Oh, did yeah. yeah. Really? Because that was a shitty movie. Not, not, not as heavy um, as some of the other movies have pushed spec. But at first, the Hellboy stuff did did push. I mean, you you started seeing like the first uh, appearance of uh, who's that fish guy? Uh, Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien. You saw the first appearance of Abe Sapien go really high. You saw the first appearance of the 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 bad person in the movie that Chick played went really high. Yeah, yeah. You saw them go high, but it didn't last. That's the problem. Yeah, is I'm asking as a guy who has like Manhattan Projects number one. 
Is that I want that to be a movie so I can make some money off of that. See, that's what that's exactly what happened is everybody saw, said, I'm going to make money off this. So I'm going to go buy it. The same thing that happened in the 90s with the spec market on, you know, we all know what killed comics in the 90s. It was the spec market. And they just continued to pump shit out. So at one point, every fucking image, number one, people were buying oh, yeah. copies of. And it totally I, killed the spec market. The, well, yeah, well, especially images because uh, image was producing a lot of stuff but those low oh, yeah. run had a run. Indie, those not, low man. run indie comics are the ones that like manhattan project <laughs> even though that's i think it's image right Josh? yeah yeah that was image you know yeah, what's yeah. crazy uh, have you guys seen the the market for uh for uh four kids walk into a bank was it the one and it died one it died like literally dropped i have uh i, got I have a, a couple of, of those I have a couple of those issues, but I bought the like one off someone, some other like the special ones. They're not worth anything right now. Yeah, that's another thing that killed the spec market is that all those those internet comic stores put out their own variants. And yeah, that's what I mean. I have one of those variants that was for it, like you gave a dollar to some charity to buy the variant. And I was like, yeah. I like the charity, I'll give money to it. Plus, Maybe I'll get some money back. Exactly. And and th th here's what's pushing the spec market now. It's back. It's, and this is my opinion. Um, and uh, I think that it's all going back to rarity. Look at what's, what's yeah. like, you know, it's all rarity. Uh, look at the, the top 10 that came out today. The number one book is being pushed by um, a movie, but it's because it's also rare. And that's the, I mean, we're going to, I'm sure we're going to get into it. And that's the, the um, Morbius, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 101. Jared Leto as Jared Leto and Morbius. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Jared Leto as Jordan Catalana in Morbius. <laughs> what, Jared I mean, Leto does everything awesome. What did you guys think about that that trailer? I thought it was awesome. Hey, really? I wasn't a fan. I wasn't oh, a fan. Yeah. I think it man. causes big problems for the MCU. Two thumbs down. <laughs> I'm gonna hold on. I need to mute you. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, no one can I, talk about my boy Jared Leto like that. He does. But here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the here's my problem with the trailer for Morbius. It took until the and I get it. It took to the very last second for me to get it to, for me to get pig nosed Jared Leto. That's all I wanted. I wanted the entire trailer for Jared Leto to have Morbius pig nose, and it didn't happen. Yeah, it it, it looked really dated. It looked like it should have come out when they were making the Tobey Maguire Spider Man stuff, right? Well, yeah, I, I because think, yeah, they yeah. took the poster, a poster from Spider Man Two, and wrote "Murderer" across it. So they're trying to connect it to the MCU, but they're using the wrong Spider Man from the wrong Spider Verse. God damn it! Why it. are you using the wrong goddamn Spider Man? Well, I think, I think my biggest problem, I think my biggest problem with it is like I want, like I'm not upset about a Morbius movie, but here's my problem with the current Don't make me meet mute you <laughs> you Kyle make Kyle maybe you want to mute me but here's here's my problem with it um i don't mind it but what i don't need what i what i don't need is a an origin story a morbius would be a fantastic carrier character in a spider-man movie or in any other mcu movie give give me morbius but what i don't need is a whole movie telling me why he exists i don't need it Give me pig-nosed Morbius right away, and I'm in. But I don't need an origin story. Or just, or just maybe it would it wouldn't be horrible if they cut it down. And it was 
very quick and kind of glanced over. Yeah, you know just, for sure. Just, just as a just as a a speed you up type of thing. Right. I it don't seemed- need. A, I don't need a whole movie about it. I would love to see him as a as a villain in a movie for sure. But we're on this weird stage right I hope now. It says Morbius across his forehead. I, we're in this weird stage right now where every villain needs to have a movie. Just right? says, we've got drink our, me across his head. Right. right? <laughs> we, we've got our Venom movie. We've got our Joker movie. We've got our Moby, Morbius. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Yeah. Right. Like, just, just throw them in a movie and don't tell me about them. Just, like, just make them, don't kill them. Don't kill them. Yeah. That's another thing. I mean, we've said this a lot on the show. They kill away. They kill their villains too much. You could do so much more with those villains. That's why comic yeah. villains are so great because they don't die. You can use yeah. them. Travis and I have talked about like give us a uh, a Craven the Hunter, but mm. make him the best fucking villain ever. And just like if you want a Spider Man movie, do the next three Spider Man movies with Craven in the background. See, and I think that's where they're going. I hope I so. I really think that's where they're going, and I think that's why they showed you um, uh, Vulture at the end of that trailer. But you know what I don't want? I don't want a Craven movie. I don't want a Craven movie. I want Craven in a Spider-Man movie, but I don't need a Craven movie. Rumor, well, yeah, rumor has it he's going to be a big figure in Spider-Man 3, and he's going to be hunting Peter Parker now that everyone knows his secret. Matt, you just no. made me hard. I'm, just <laughs> I'm not glad I could do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. <laughs> so yeah i i also thought there was a lot of laboratory stuff in this trailer yeah i don't need another laboratory science you know like that yeah that was my least favorite part of the venom movie is like all the lab stuff we, we get it lab stuff all you need is one shot of a lab and we get it we know, understand what happens in a lab okay you don't need an hour gonna, of lab time it, you're trying it happened to, to the lizard it happened you're try, to yeah you're, you're trying to cure something shit goes wrong cut to the point right yep. that trailer was a long trailer and like three-fourths of it happened in a lab and then it makes yeah. it confusing because it makes you look like he just stands in front of a cave and gets hit with echo waves and becomes morbius like he becomes a that, vampire that, yeah i don't know how he became a vampire echo waves is a hard phrase for an actor to say without laughing echo wave <laughs> is a sweet name for a prog metal band echo wave. yeah yeah i think it was a smith side project echo waves <laughs> Sounds like the name of a uh, ASMR podcast. So what do you think about the trailer? Matt, what song. Do you, what did you think about the trailer, Matt? I mean, I'm okay. F- I liked it for the most part. I thought uh, there was a little bit confusing confusion. I thought uh, there was a lot of lab stuff, but I think, like I said, I think it's going to cause issues for the MCU timelines and the MCU going forward. But um, I think that it's going to make a ton of money just because people are going to want to see. They, they were genius for doing it. Not just that, but it's going to make a ton of money because people are going to want to see why the vulture's there and how it connects to to Spider Man. So. Oh, for sure. And, and I think I think the biggest thing is, and the biggest thing is like the weirdest thing about this Sony uh, Disney thing, right? Is like what actually, like they said that it's in the MCU, but I wasn't I wasn't clear if Venom was right, but they've they've come out and said that this is in the MCU. And I go like, but is it? Yeah, is it? it didn't look like it. The, the only part that it shows me that it connects to the MCU is you see Vulture at the end and then right. the, the wanted poster with murder on it, but it, it's not even the right. Spider-Man. I don't think that was a poster. I think that was painted on or, the wall. Well, okay. Painted on the wall with murder over it, but it's not even the right Spider-Man. 
wanted so, one thousand dollars. Yep. I don't need to be an I don't need to be in the MCU. I do, and well, Venom One wasn't in the MCU, but there's a lot of speculation, <laughs> rumor going around that that was part of the deal for Marvel to get the rights back from one more Spider-Man movie. Is that Sony oh. brings over, uh, lets them, or they let Sony bring over Venom too? So, God, what what a worse way to make a creative decision than bring business into it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I I was surprised that I liked Venom because I didn't think I was going to like it. I'm going to be honest right now. I dog shit. But I don't like the, it either. I Venom is my least. Here's my biggest deal. I hate Venom and Carnage, right? Those are two sacrilegious things to say as a comic book fan. He but I hate Venom. every Spider-Man fan. Let's uh, exactly. <laughs> he said it. I will I will say it outright. I hate I hate villains that are just a mirror of the other character. So I hate Sinestro. I hate Venom. I hate Carnage. It's just not my thing. But I I I watched the movie my wife and I watched it and I was like, "Oh, that's way better than I thought it was going to be." But He's not, I don't see him in the MCU. I just don't see he's, he's not a mirror in that in the Venom movie. There's no Spider-Man, so he's not mirroring a hero. Right. He's, That's the weirdest part about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, can yeah. do the whole Venom movie right now. I'm just gonna get a sweaty hoodie on and I'm gonna walk around. And, <laughs> and you're gonna and you know what? You're gonna be as sexy as hell, Kyle. That's I was just about happen. to say, dude, don't try to fucking mess up my man crush on fucking that dude because that dude is fucking yeah. sexy. No, as hell. He, like, look, no, no one's gonna confuse your bagel on that order. Dude whose name I can't remember right now, and <laughs> you, it's totally not. As I'm, I, as I'm rolling, as I'm rolling, said toxins that made me not remember. I that will talk like Bane right now. If you need me to talk like Bane, I will do it for you, Brian. If you need me to go, hey, Brian, I'm glad <laughs> no, that you're doing that right now. <laughs> Go ahead and smash that's, that's that mute too, button, Kyle. Yeah, that's too good. <laughs> yeah. You, gotta, you gotta put the hand over the mouth and yeah. go full on. And did you guys? Did you, <laughs> you guys watch? Did you guys watch the muted? Oh man! <laughs> All right, you can do it now. Did you guys watch? What are you up to? <laughs> you sound like. <laughs> So I sound exactly like Bane. <laughs> like the like the, the, the hardcore band. The fire rises, Brian. <laughs> you gotta say, you gotta do your echo wave prog band vocals. <laughs> what did you say, Brian? You asked a question. Have you guys seen uh, the new the fifth season of Peaky Blinders? Yes. What do you there's, think? There's five uh, seasons. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that show is my favorite show, show, bro. Yeah, it's really good. Show. Show. I watched yeah. two seasons, two episodes of season one. They're on season five. Bro, you have to watch that show. Yeah. You already have a man crush on uh, uh, Tom Hardy. Not Tom Hardy. Who's the guy who's in it? It's the other guy. Yeah, he's my my other man crush, man. That dude is a fucking badass. He's a handsome guy. I'm not going to lie. He's got heroin face. He's got heroin face. Yes, he does. He does. He does. does. But there's something hot about heroin face. I'm just going to say. It's heroin cheek. Heroin cheek. I just said it on the air. I don't care. I don't care what you say. Well, that's why it makes the show even better because he uses heroin in the show. So, but heroin makes my blinders is a weird name, right? (laughs) What? Peaky Blinders doesn't sell the show. No, it doesn't. Not the name. No, No. I like it. I think it. I think it's. I think it's uh, spunky and dark at the same time. Travis, Travis, shut up! (laughs) It almost sounds like it should be a show about a burlesque house. You are right, Matt. High five right here, right air five. (laughs) Boom! Yes. 
Virtual Five, Virtual Five. But uh, it's, a, it's a great show, though. Sticking with and trailers, did you watch the the next trailer for or the third trailer? I want to say for Black Widow. No, no. I didn't. You get your first am, your first look at Taskmaster. I am one hundred percent in on uh, on Black Widow. So is it female Taskmaster? No, but I, the mask is still super shitty. I've heard that maybe Taskmaster is Black Widow, which doesn't make any sense. Ooh. I've also heard Taskmaster is going to be Clint Barton, which doesn't make sense. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. God, that would be terrible. They're wasting such a good potential bad guy on this Yes. Movie. Yes, they are. Big time. I hope they I, don't kill Taskmaster and they he gets to go somewhere else. Well, Here, here's here's my question, guys. Here's my question for you. What do you do if this movie is a giant success? We say we are wrong. You put another mo- another notch in the belt that is Marvel Cinema. But you yeah. no, but like you've killed Black Widow. If this movie is bonsai blockbuster, what do you do? I think it, I think they're gonna undo it. It's gonna be. I think Scarlet Witch undoes it. Or it you, gets oh, undone, you're right. Or it gets undone yeah. in Doctor Strange. It well, I, that's I, why they're bringing Yelena or Yelena or whatever her name is on there. That's what I've heard. Is like, what's her name will end up being. But no, I mean, like, if you want, uh, why can't I remember her name right Scarlett now? Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, if you she's want, burnt. Uh, that's why she's burnt. burnt. If you want she's Scarlett burnt. Johansson back, if you want Scarlett Johansson back, she's one can, five. If you want Scarlett Johansson back, how do you fix this? Well, she that. that's why they're doing because they realize, just like I do, that she's fucking burnt and they <laughs> want a younger, hotter Black Widow. That's that's what the whole point of this is. I mean, they I cannot- don't think the, I don't think the other one's better. I don't think she's better. I feel like Lance has got to be going crazy in the chat right now. I will I fight you. Lance Brian. doesn't count. <laughs> I will fight I just, you, Brian. She's not better. She's burnt, bro. She's like, and, and this is not me saying like. I think I could get a better looking chick. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But she's not as hot as she used to be. She's not. And they need to move on. Like that is one of the reasons why. Okay, so here's a funny example. And I'm I'm really reaching here. But I was listening to a story that this lady was telling about uh, the actress that got Bart Simpson's voice role, right? Right? And so they were originally going to cast a 12-year-old boy for Bart Simpson. And this actress went into to um, to audition for Maggie or not Maggie um, Lisa, Lisa, and she saw these kids doing their little practices for Bart, and she went, "God, they're stupid. These kids are going to grow up in two years, and if they plan on having a show longer than two years, right?" So that's kind of like her thing. She says, "I won't grow up. I will always have this voice." Fucking Black Widow's getting old. No, you're right. It's the same reason can, they get. It's they the made Samuel L. Jackson look younger. Yeah, but he's he's not a chick. I, a chick's got to look good looking. She's got to look good. I, and here's the thing. That I is think sexist, Brian. <laughs> I love his hair. He's got to look good looking. I think you could do. I think you could do two Black Widow movies with Scarlett Johansson and make it work. I think you could. Yeah, you I mean, think you have she, two Black I, Widows. I think she's gotten better from Iron. Was it Iron Man Two? She's in. Mm-hmm. She's gotten like astronomically better than from Iron Man Two. Yes, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm stoked for this movie. I don't know what you all think, but I am stoked for Black Widow. I think it's going to be great. 
I'm on the I fence. think it's going to be a fun movie. It's much. It looks like it's going to be much more fun than uh, we ever thought. I, it's gonna I be, ever thought it's going to be James Bond with fucking Scarlett Johansson and the dude from Dave Arbor. Stranger Things. He needs. He needs. Right. He needs. Dave Arbor needs to like redeem himself after that Hellboy movie. So Hellboy was bad. totally going to redeem bad. himself. Yeah, he looks hilarious in this. It's a perfect casting for him. Here's All I other- wanted was Hellboy to be good, and it was bad. It was bad. Tim says in the chat, this episode is revealing quite a lot about Brian. He has a crush on Tim Hardy and thinks Scarlett Johansson is burnt. Uh, <laughs> it, also reveals, it also reveals a lot about Tim. Brian, got a Brian crush I'm on with Scarlett you. Johansson. Brian, I think Tom Hardy's burnt. T- Tim says, Tom. I think you have some internal conflictions to deal with, sir. Tom, <laughs> Tom Hardy. I've got a I've got a Hardy on for Tom. Yes, Hardy. yes. I'm I'm very uh, okay with my sexuality enough to say that Tom Hardy is a very the only guy who can get man. away with being a movie for two hours. You, sweaty you guys just need to make a fan club it. called the Hardys Boys. I no, I am a Hardys it. Boy. Ding ding. Hardys Boys. Delete. Delete. I'm a Hardys. I'm more of a bo- I'm more of a boxcar kid. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, but I think it's going to be good. Um, I think I'm interested in for just Taskmaster, but I'm yeah. still worried about how bad he looks as far as the the mask. It's a weird. It's a weird mask. I don't like it. Okay, so I got another one for you. I just finished Witcher. Have you guys seen all of Witcher yet? No. Yes. I stopped I after watched. episode one. Me too. It's fucking awesome. After episode three, it gets much better. It gets better after. You're yeah. Right. As soon as that chick becomes not like even when she's kind of horrid looking she's still kind of hot with those eyes yeah but she doesn't look burnt as, as she, she she didn't look too burnt um she has these beautiful eyes but anyways once they make her look really hot and then they show her boobs a lot i mean <laughs> it gets a lot better and i'm not I'm, just redeeming myself because tim said i was gay i'm not gay <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna take a different tack than brian you need to whip your hair back when you say that <laughs> i'm not gay <laughs> do your finger like this it gets yeah. better once you understand Don't the touch timeline. my food. Once you understand the timeline, <laughs> it gets much better. Is the tone of the show get better? Because at some time, no. it, it jumps in and okay. It doesn't. So the tone of the show is very much Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Game of Thrones. That's yeah. what the show is. And you just have to, you have to like be okay with how Buffy it is because that's what it is. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. And I, I liked it. You, you're exactly right, Josh. As soon as you get past the timeline, fucking weird shit. Yeah. And, and there's a moment where they make a comment and you go, hold on. Did I just catch that? And you kind of start putting two and one and two together and everything kind of works. And then you go, oh, that was really good. I really like it. And I like how they kind of do like the um, Xena warrior princess episode uh, episodic stuff where they have to go f- defeat it's very fucking xena it is it's very xena. yeah it's it's like so if i could explain witcher it's xena the warrior princess meets uh game of thrones meets yeah. buffy the vampire slayer yes. that's what it is yep it's it's good i like it uh, i i'll be he's got a bard right i saw like the first thing uh, actually had a look, bard the bard is at the same time very terrible and very good Yes, yeah. really. It, it, the, half the time you're like, "What the fuck is he in here for?" And then you realize that he's just a MacGuffin. So, <laughs> yeah. Chad says, "And we just lost the LBGTQ audience and the female audience in one swoop." <laughs> <laughs> what? I look. I am both into The Witcher and 
into Tom Hardy. So come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess my biggest problem with The Witcher is that Henry Cav is it Cavill? Cavill. 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 Henry Cavill is not a good actor. But you know what? This was that's I agree with you on uh, for a lot of that. But this was perfect for him because he didn't have to be a good actor. All he had to no, do you're was right. like a pissed off brooding <laughs> Witcher. You know? You're, no, you're right. He just doesn't emote very well. Yeah. And I guess it's a good thing that the Witcher does not have emotions. Yes, exactly. But I will I'm gonna freely admit right now, I had a little bit of insomnia over winter like over the Christmas holiday, and I watched most of it between the hours of three o'clock and seven o'clock in the morning. I will freely admit that. So was I've it kind of in a daze? Yeah. yeah, it was, but I liked it. I liked it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it, but it was between the hours of 3 a.m. and 7 a.m., so I don't know. I, and I will agree with Michael Stout that Letterkenny is up there, and the reason why Letterkenny is so far up there is because of where they started. So oh, it's kind of gives, it gives people like us hope. I love Letterkenny. <laughs> Letterkenny is a fantastic show. If you're not watching You never know. You, you might you, somebody might put yourself out there somewhere and it takes yeah. off. Now I'm gonna have to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. It's on. I keep seeing it on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. Letter it's like on this Hulu. generation. It's this generation it ver yeah. version of the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Is it? Is it Canadian? It is. Okay, I'm in. I love Canada. As a man who grew up in Michigan, I love Canada. Oh, Canada is I grew a great up in Michigan place. too. Where where from, man? Uh, Roseville, and then I moved up to uh, Manistee. Letting did you guys just become area. best friends? We, we just. I'm I'm from the nasty. Do you do you know what I'm saying? I'm from yeah. Sag Nasty. Oh, Saginaw. Yeah, yeah, Saginaw and Merrill, Michigan, man. Mm -hmm. That's where it's at. I don't like this. It's splitting our podcast apart, guys. We need <laughs> you guys to be <laughs> slowly back away from the mic. I will. I will drive to Manistee. And I will hunt some carp, and we'll be good to go. There you go. Well, guess what? Kyle and Brian and I are friends, just as good as as you and Matt. Um, yeah. Right? Right, Brian? Right, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, Scarlett Johansson's burn. <laughs> we, we would invite you to do karate with us, uh, Kyle, but we all know you can't because... I want to go to karate because it was on the same night as Wonder Years so I can watch Winnie Cooper. I quit karate for fucking Winnie Cooper. So you quit karate so you can't do it in the garage with us. I'm just going to, like, my whole manhood is based on Winnie Cooper. So That was a I, clip. But we're going to take out the Winnie Cooper's pot. And pot my, and we're going to put something in there we're going to use. My, old, my, whole, my manhood. whole manhood is based on Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy won. Clip that. Winnie, Winnie Cooper number two. <laughs> but yeah, you know letter, what? Letter Kenny right is fantastic. Now, like math to kids Cooper can teach me math forever ever ever <laughs> Jay wants to know what letter Kenny's about what letter what's letter Kenny about Brian um about podunk Canada mm -hmm. yes it started as a web show and now it it, it took off and it's it's kind of like small town people's problems and you have the the jocks the skids and then the hicks the dry delivery is what makes it just yes. that dry in the Canadian hick accent. Yeah. And and the jokes. If if you want to know what um if you want to know if you'll really really into the show, the one clip to watch is look up uh Letter Kenny butt stuff or Letter Kenny baseball and it's where one of the characters is talking about going on a date and the girl doing something to his butthole and that whole skit is just fantastic. 
I've only it's watched the er- earlier episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was like episode two of season one. Is what that clip's from. But it's yeah. it's a fantastic. It's that yeah, yeah, rapid fire, dry yeah. burn after burn after burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good but, stuff. Um, we should have yeah. Matt do the Letter Kenny review. Yeah, uh, a, a show I'm really all about right now is uh, The Outsider, based on the the Stephen King novel. I haven't watched that yet. What's that on? What's that on? HBO. Okay. It looks fantastic. It the first I started watching the first episode and I was like glued to my seat. I was like, "Good God!" If you like True Detective, it's very, very True Detective esque, but better. It just like okay, you want to know what's going on in the show because every time you're like, "All right, I'm starting to get it." They they throw something else at you and you're like, "This is insane!" Like I, I binge watched the first two episodes glued to my chair. Oh, so two whole yeah, hours. and Stephen Stephen King uh, properties hours. are. Ne- Stephen King properties are notorious for under delivering, so it's nice to know that one's working. Yeah, like the stand. I've, have you guys watched? <laughs> uh, did you guys? Too. Did you guys watch the trailer for uh, Lock and Key? I have no, not, watched not the yet. Lock and Key trailer yet? Yeah. yeah, I've been waiting for that one though. I like that series. That's and a big spec book right now. It's been a spec oh, book yeah. for a while, but people are finally able to sell off all the. Like you were talking about with, um, was it Manhattan Projects? Is that what you're talking about? Always. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people do the same thing with Lock and Key where they just put Lock, they they bought Lock and Key because they thought it was going to be the next saga or, you know, Walking Dead or whatever. Have have any of you read Joe Hill's new horror run like label? I've heard good stuff about it, but I haven't read it yet. I, I think he's a fantastic writer. I just haven't picked any of them up. I think he's writing another comic um, about a stand-up uh, stand-up comedian, uh, the Joker. That's, that's uh, what I was about to say. That one is not really funny, and it's a character-driven slow burn. <laughs> no, it's like a good time to die. Or I think it's called something. I've read the first issue. Like he's uh-huh. a he's a retired detective, and he, his material is based around his job as a homicide detective, and like making jokes about people's dead relatives and dead bodies, and and stuff like that. It's very, very dark. I believe he's writing it, but I've heard good things about his his horror stuff. Yeah. Have I, you guys have, have any of you guys ever thought about like doing? Is this idea of doing stand up terrifying? I'm sure everyone everyone terrifying. is. We yeah. do it every week, dude. I look at stand up <laughs> comedians. I have the most respect for stand up comedians because they have to get up and get shit on night after night after night and just get totally. I mean, they get fucking just torn down constantly. Look, I'm totally into someone shitting on me every night. <laughs> Shy, yeah. <laughs> Is that how you Tom Hardy. Your, your manhood? Yeah. Um, what yeah, Tom Hardy I, I think about shit on me? Because you need because you need like five minutes, that's, right? That's I guess another start clip. With, a, a solid five. Well, solid five. And so I sometimes I'll sit around and think about like what would I what would be my main. I, I haven't come up with anything. What would be my main bit? You like, talk about like how you. Five minutes? You talk about how you're wearing yeah, a Kurt easy, Cobain Josh, easy, right Josh, now. easy, Josh. I you knew you're going there. I knew you're going about there. how you're wearing a Kurt Cobain <laughs> sweater right now, and that's and you have a my pet monster behind you. What's your t-shirt? one milk one lax? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, even worse. Oh, yeah. perfect. A, a early Steve Martin with like the arrow in his head. Sauce. Better vest. Steve Martin and a my pet monster behind you. 
You, it's like, a hoodie, motherfucker. Back the fuck up, Josh. We're, we're making this. <laughs> I can't. It's too. I can't zoom in on you. But it, if okay, there it is right now. It's a hoodie. I think I'm just happy. <laughs> Any royalty. <laughs> what did uh, Joe Hill have to do with Sandman? Did he do something with Sandman? Uh, is he writing the new version of it? Look. It pays to be Stephen King's son, right? Yeah, he's good. He's talented. He's that, talented. that funny. No, joke. I'm not like, saying he's not talented, yeah. but isn't I, that guy do stuff with Stephen King? I could be talented, but I'm not Stephen King's son. Yeah, right, right. Stephen Imagine King, being living in this house. You get like writing lessons every day. Stephen King's son opens a lot of fucking doors. I, you go to his comics college, comicsology web uh, page for Joe Hill, and it's got like this little picture of him on 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 a motorcycle, and and it's like totally Stephen King goofy, and you're like, dude, like how Stephen King? How the hell did you like not look at goofy pictures of your dad trying to be on like a motorcycle? <laughs> That's how he gets into everything. He just had a picture of his dad in his like breast pocket, and he's like, "Do you know who I am?" And just holds up the <laughs> yeah. picture. Yeah. But a lot of people like, I'm not gonna lie, he's still good though. Yeah, he's not like uh, he's talented, he's not just rusting on his dad's coattails. He probably gets a little bit from his dad's coattails, but he's still good. A lot of people don't realize that lock and key is about all the doors being Stephen King's son opened up. That's what the lock yeah. and key comes from. Yeah, <laughs> they all lead to that's different a fun fact here. Podcast King universes. <laughs> Look, Stephen King, writes, <laughs> Stephen King writes a really good first three quarters of a book. Yeah. Did anyone Nobody see the anything. Shining, the quote unquote Shining sequel movie? Doctor Sleep. Yeah, I no, didn't it's see gonna that. be on HBO. It's a, it's not a movie, oh. isn't it? A series? No, they made it a oh, movie. I don't know. Yeah, it already came out in theaters. Is it a movie? Yeah, you and yeah. uh, you didn't do well, it, isn't he? Shut your mouth! Isn't it a you series on HBO? No, uh, they're turning it into a series, but it, it was a movie first. Yeah, but like it's Arrested Development uh, as Doctor Sleep, right? I, no I don't. Idea. I think I think no. it's something different. Yeah. yeah, the outsiders. The outsiders. The outsiders is on HBO. I was talking about that while you yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While you left, rubbing rubbing one out the top. Yeah. <laughs> I had guys. I had to pee. Rub he, had to one go, he had to go quick attend the meeting of the Hardy Boys Club. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Hardy Josh on, and I's, pod- Josh and I's podcasts voice. are like an hour long, so we don't have the bladder endurance that you guys have on the Absolute Geek podcast. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on with this show. We haven't talked about anything specific yet. <laughs> Josh just. Up. But I did. I don't know. What's that's what. That's what we do. We don't. We're not formulaic here. We're just here to have a good time. Look, there's yeah. five guys. Fight five white men talking about comic books. Oh, this is a rough, rough territory, Josh. Tread lightly. <laughs> I, look, you're on thin ice, buddy. You're on thin ice. I, I, look, here's what Nothing I Nothing good that starts with. So we got five white men. Here's what I know. My, <laughs> opinion, my opinion is probably exactly the same as everybody else's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Find guys- the most con- what's our most controversial story that we have coming up to talk about? Let's see if we can differ our opinions. Birds of yeah. prey. <laughs> well, let's talk about the the main uh, the main topic for the for the title of the episode, and that's Ooh, it's that, the meat potatoes. Yeah, not really, but that's that. Uh, Burt Ward got a star on the Hollywood Rock of Fame, and he came out and admitted that when he was playing Robin, <laughs> ABC made him take dick shrinking pills. Because Here's someone what I complained about the size of his bulge, 
And the what Robin are dick costume. drinking pills? That's what yeah, I want to know. Are dick drinking <laughs> That's what I, I want to know. I, I need to know what I need to say. I take. I gotta steer clear of those bad boys. That's yeah. what I, do. I think <laughs> most bad people are to take those pills. Yeah. I accidentally thought that they were uh, the Vicodin or something, or I mean, uh, Viagra or something. Yeah, you're, they're uh, called and they're called Angela Lansbury's. You <laughs> pop them a couple of days. <laughs> your excuse of it's colder. I was in the pool. Doesn't cut it anymore. I mean, I yeah. never heard of small penis pills. <laughs> I got right. them. You want some? I want to know what pharmaceutical company is like, you know what we got to do, guys? We got to make pills that make your penis smaller. There's no man that's trying to create a pill ever. Yeah. I've never watched it. Like, look, I'm a bullshit on that. I'm a a true Batman 66 fan. (laughs) Never at any point did I look at the bulge of Robin and say that's too big. (laughs) <laughs> no, because you're too busy making jokes about how close Batman was behind him, and like, well, wasn't wasn't that a, a joke about Adam West too? Like, didn't they didn't they joke about that on the show too? So, like, did they give it to Adam West too? I probably here's the here's the thing, and I I watch Don't Speak Ill of early Batman. I'm gonna Google small penis pills and see what comes up. <laughs> I, I, I'm already on it, bud. You already doing it? Yeah, Big Brother is on you right now. Googling small penis spills. And every ad on your Google is now going to be for those. Yo, small. <laughs> I like it is stuff that says, does penis enlargement work? Penis enlargement. 21 men who tried to large their so, penises. Here's here's what when I want. When does the penis stop growing? You. Which drug makes your dick shrink the most and why? And their, Ron tagline, is your only, their tagline is you're only as good as it's your last or your strongest erection. Here's what here's what I want to know, gentlemen. Burt Ward, was he a real ladies' man? I I'm gonna go to the article right now. I'm gonna click. I'm clicking it open. I have a small penis. How do I enlarge it? Try and enhancement pills for small penis. It's here's saying, uh, right here. and ecstasy. Doc Ward's men with mental short penis syndrome. No, no, that, they're saying those are two pills. They're they're saying there has been no research done on the pills that'll make your dick shrink. But they're saying two two drugs that have been known to to make your dick shrink is MDMA and ecstasy. Here's the weirdest thing, Burt Ward. I thought it was going to be Rosie O'Donnell and <laughs> Burt Ward is talking about how like how popular he was, but he never smoked or drank or did anything bad. Here's what I want to know, gentlemen. I'm going to ask you right now: Did Burt Ward get tail? Oh yes. yeah. Oh yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially when word is out that he had to take dick shrinking pills <laughs> because he's fucking because he's so fucking he's got this is a, it, it probably before it started he walked holy out, hung he as a horse Batman yeah it's, he, a, he, it's the sexual revolution he man. Like everyone's Bowie getting did tail, with the, especially with the that fucking, with yeah. the cock piece and lab bounce bounce magic bounce am I right <laughs> so far I have not found the small dick pills I think he's lying. Uh, I think I think it's embellishment. I think it's a little bit of embellishment. Burt Ward, Ward, I love you. Batman 66 is near and dear to my heart. Gentlemen, how many of you grew up in the 80s where this was in replay and this was part of your life? Yep. Me and my brother watched it every night on fucking... Uh, Hold on, guys. Maybe realize I got to take my medication. Nothing. Just just your regular (laughs) head pills, you know, for a headache. Oh. I remember I remember being this is I remember being a young man in my grandparents basement 
watching reruns of Batman 66. So his his direct quotes, he's got two fantastic direct quotes in here. They say, they thought that Robin had a very large bulge for television. With Adams, they put a Turkish towel in his undershorts. So they made what's him the, bigger. What's a Turkish towel? What's a Turkish towel? And then it's like a little bath towel for like Turkish baths. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it right now. Turkish towel. And then he says, I took the I took penis shrinking pills for three days, and then I decided that they could probably keep me from having kids. I stopped doing that and I just used my cape to cover it. Didn't Dick his cape only pills. come like waist high to his back? How was he using his cape to, to cover it his was, bulge? It was definitely above waist. Robin's Robin's cape was definitely above waist. A Turkish towel, according to Bed Bath Beyond, <laughs> is just a regular towel. I it says Turkish model cotton bath towel. I don't see anything specific about it. It doesn't say anything about covering bulge. It's soft, so it's softer on your junk when you have to stick it in there. Yeah, yeah so in those long days of shooting, you don't chafe from it rubbing. Like like if you run and you don't cover your nipples, same thing. Uh, look, that's no joke. Nipple bleeding is real, gentlemen. I see it yeah, on the they, office. It's called, it's called uh, Pinky Blinders. <laughs> <laughs> and we've come full circle. <laughs> there you go. We had comic book topic. Are you happy now? There we go. <laughs> Guys, I still can't see the live comments. What's going you on? You got, you got to go to the, uh, Josh, you got to go to the YouTube site. I, they, they, I got yelled at last week. I'm not going to log into something separate, gentlemen. Tell me what's going on. Then you're not going to see the comment. I'm not watching the comments either because you know what? Turkish towel. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. I, Tim says, I'm going to go ahead and say that if you Google small penis pills, that there won't be much that comes up. But I'm Just my face. <laughs> oh, that's actually not bad. That is pretty good. All right. So I'm looking at the notes for the show, gentlemen. And I want to talk about Green. We have notes? Yeah. I got sent notes. Jo Josh is a real teacher. He, he needs to stick to the lesson plan. You got to stick to the lesson plan. One Don't deviate. Them, We're getting observed. One of them was about an HBO Green Lantern show. Do I? Here's the question. They all have one. to take small penis pills. Question <laughs> Every one. one of them. Every one is of there them. an HBO thing I don't know about? Tell me about this HBO thing I don't know about. So this HBO, should been the meat and potatoes. Yeah. So HBO <laughs> is coming out with a, its own streaming service because we don't have enough of those already. But I have it. It's HBO Go. I have it. Yeah, it's different. It's HBO Max. How what? much extra do I have to pay wow. for? $26? Yeah, probably. Oh. I'm just joking. I don't know. If you're nice. <laughs> supposedly you have to not like customer. Tom Hardy. If you're an AT&T customer, you'll get it for free, but everyone else is going to have to pay for it. Gentlemen, here's what I want to know. Here's what I, I'm going to ask you a question. Give me your your Green Lantern, your Green Lantern that is on this HBO show. Tell me your Green Lantern. Uh, I want to know, Kyle, what's your Green Lantern? Kyle. <laughs> your Green Lantern is Kyle. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? I like a Guy Gardner. You gotta be a Guy Gardner. If it's not if Guy yeah. Gardner, if it's not Guy Gardner, you can go to hell. It's yeah. obvious. It's gonna be John Stewart. John Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. John Brian, Stewart and Hal against. Brian, I hate you. I hate. <laughs> Listen, you're gonna hate me even more because Green Lantern is my favorite character, and Hal Jordan is my favorite Green Lantern. So I, I don't. I'm. I'm not Travis. Travis hates Green Lantern. I love, I love Green Lantern, but I want it to be Guy Gardner. Give me Guy. 
Gardner. He's not good enough to be a solo character. Are you kidding me? Guy Gardner is snarky. He's Do you remember Warrior? He deserves an HBO show. (laughs) And Warrior. Superboy guest star. Guy Gardner and Superboy. 90s Superboy. Leather jacket. Okay, Travis did it right now. I'm too close (laughs) to the microphone. But if you give me an HBO show that includes Guy Gardner and Superboy, I will... <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> he said he said I'll swallow a bottle of dick drinking pills, is what he said. As I think uh, about Tom Hardy. And I like that he still hasn't picked up that he's muted, so he's just going on in the background. He's just going on his rant in the background. All right. So I'm curious, Brian, Brian. So for Green Lantern, what, what is oh, it? He, what is, he, un- what he is unconnected it that- his mic. What is it about the character uh, himself that you're so drawn to? The Green Lantern character. Yeah. Jeff Johns run, period. Yeah. Jeff Johns' story about rebirth. Jeff Johns' rebirth story is probably one or two for my all-time favorite uh, comic storyline. But who, who is Hal Jordan to you? What kind of man is he? Hal Jordan is basically what is he struggling with? He's the same thing that he's everybody else is. He's a he's a he's every other comic book guy that you know. He's and that. that's my problem. Yeah, because he's. Yeah, I feel like he's in every everybody. We, uh, You're like, right. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree. So yeah, you know, Travis, Travis, and I. That's why been. Rebirth was so good because Rebirth changed that. Rebirth made him the the vulnerable guy, the guy that you know, the same guy that destroyed his fucking hometown. You know what I mean? The same guy, yeah, it was Parallax that, that helped him do it, but there was a reason, you know? So he, mm-hmm. it, it shows his his problems. So, and uh, did you not read that whole, that whole, the Blackest Night run and the, and the so Rebirth run? Travis we read a couple of them, yeah, been, yeah. Travis and I have been trying to find a Green Lantern to run, like Green Randler, a Green Lantern <laughs> run. <laughs> a Green Lantern run to read for the show. We haven't found one yet. You right now. start with Rebirth and then just do the whole Jeff Johns run up through Blackest Night. I've heard Jeff Johns is great. I read a little bit of Grant Morrison's new run, which I really Grant enjoyed. Great, yep. Because you know what? Give me Green Lantern as Space Cop, and I'm in. So you start. You need to start with um, some of the uh, like Alan Moore, um, the Alan Moore story that he did in. I think it was the first Green Lantern Corps issue or Tales okay. of the Green Lantern Corps. All right. Where uh, he talks about uh, Aubin Sir and, and stuff like that. And just to get a background and then go straight and then just do a quick deep dive into um, when Hal went crazy, right? Yeah. Just do a quick Wikipedia and then just start with Rebirth. Exactly. Rebirth is so good the way that Jeff Johns wrote it. You could tell Jeff Johns was a huge Green Lantern fan that took a, something that really terribly terrible happened in his life use that for him to endear himself to Green Lantern and, and that type of character and write an amazing story. Um, if, if you don't read it, that, that whole storyline that he did in Green Lantern from beginning then from rebirth all the way to the end of blackest night was kind of like his, his way of, of being cathartic and writing and getting over his sister's death. You're, you're saying, oh. you're saying rebirth, but do you mean, uh, because like blackest night is before rebirth. Do you mean, no, uh, no, no, it's, it's called green lantern rebirth. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought yeah. you meant like DC and that's, rebirth. Yeah. Green lantern rebirth is a storyline where how Jordan comes back from basically being dead, you know, because the, what, what happened to how Jordan is 
he he went crazy, right? He let yeah. uh, Parallax get into him. He went crazy. He just destroyed um Star not Star City. Uh, what's the city? His city again? Green Lantern City. Uh, uh it's Star City. I think it is Star Cincinnati. City. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah. Star City is Green Arrow. I think. Yeah, Star right. City's Green Arrow. Well, anyways, he just Central City. Thing. No, that's Flash. It's he destroyed city. his home his home city. He he wiped it off the map and went crazy. And then he got killed. Right? They they killed Parallax. And he his penance was to become um, Spectre. Right? So that that's another great. Uh, once you fall in love with Hal Jordan as a character, read his Spectre storyline where he's the Spectre, and um, that's a real big part of it. But then once he you know he they kill him off and he's no longer the Spectre. He was gone forever. So all the Green Lantern fans. They didn't have Hal Jordan for the longest time. And then when Jeff Johns brought him back and he wrote the perfect story to bring him back, it was the perfect story. It was kind of like it, I put Rebirth up there with Kingdom Come. I put Rebirth up there with uh, the Dark Knight. Um, I put Rebirth up there with Watchmen for me. So it was the perfect story. It hit all the feels. It it was great writing. Um, it was dark. It, it, it was the the whole um, Neil Adams, Denny O'Neill buddy cop thing with um, the Green Arrow being the only cool Green Arrow, and that's fucking Ollie North with the beard and in the fucking cheesy outfit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it's just it's a really good story, a really good story. So I'm I hope gonna- that's where they're going, and if they do, they have so much story that they can put up, um, so many seasons that they can do, and. Sinestro is going to be a big part of it. So now that we know Sinestro is going to be a big part of it, they have to do the whole Green Lantern Wars. You know, they have to do it. Yeah, I I think here's here's my take. On, Coast City, thank you, Tim. Coast, there you go. Here's my here's my take on Green Lantern. It's weird that there's five different Green Lanterns for for the world for the Earth, right? Yeah, but there's um, not really right. I I I. I read a couple issues of the new run by Grant Morrison and I really liked it. I really enjoyed Grant Morrison sort of like Hal Jordan as space cop. Right? Because like a it was Green a Lantern hard to follow in the beginning though. It was. It was like it was. way on like the first three issues were like all over the place. Right. I think one of the things about Green Lantern is that it's so you either have to really ground the character. Or you literally go like, here's the weirdest shit I can do with the Green Lantern. And I'm in either way. Anything in the middle is weird. You're either going to go as batshit crazy with Green Lantern and I'm on board. Or you have to like really ground him. I think Grant Morrison was like, let's just fucking go weird. And that's why I love Grant Morrison. Yeah, it was was weird. It was hard to follow. Uh, But like hard to follow, but fun. Yeah. Well, it was just right, like guys, I'll, it just I'll, seemed I'll like it was back. all over the place. That's all. Like I was just like I was no, having a hard time. Right. I'll be like, back. Yeah, later, Brian. Weird. Like I when I like the first three issues. That's why I was just like I was like, like the end of the first issue. I was like, fuck, this is cool. But right for I'm sure, not, I don't have a hundred percent grasp of what's going on. Right. I had like literally reading that first volume. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board for Grant Morrison telling me telling me like a weird out there story with with Green Lantern as space cop. That's what I want. I want I want Green Lantern solving 
Space stories. That's what I want. Green Lantern space detective. Right. No, I like Matt, you joke, but that's what I want. I want Green Lantern space detective. I would really love it to be Hal Jordan space detective, not Hal Jordan, uh, because Hal Jordan's too, too like bread and butter. I want, I want Guy Gardner. I want Guy Gardner, space detective. Where did that voice come from? Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. Out of nowhere. I want Guy Gardner, space detective, upset about everything. Write that comic book, Travis. Now that Brian's gone, we can talk. Guy Gardner is the best Green Lantern, right? We're talking about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guy Gardner is the best Green Lantern. Wow, wait for the man to leave. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't tell him we're going to, he and I are friends. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to ruin our friendship. <laughs> but here's the thing about Guy Gardner. He's such an asshole that if he's not your favorite Green Lantern, I don't know that I appreciate you. <laughs> I just don't like you as a person. Look, look, Green, like your Green Lantern, he needs to be an asshole. He just does. Well, he needs to have something about him that makes right. him different than the everyman, you know? I guess the everyman superhero does have its place. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, but that's Superman. Superman. Superman, yeah. So Superman and Green Lantern, like, what's the difference? And you need it, Guy Gardner brings at least this kind of douchiness to it. Plus, he has a sweet bowl cut. Am I right, Matt? Yeah. Matt, tell me how sweet that bowl cut is. I'm not a Guy Gardner <laughs> fan. I'm I'm Jonathan Stewart all the way. Okay, I can oh. I can love I can deal with Jonathan Stewart. I will run with you on that. Better than better than Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan is a milk toast. The milk toast Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. <laughs> I had a dream that one day all lanterns would be John Stewart. That all Jen, yes. That's <laughs> I love you. On this weekend, that's perfect. Uh, best. I, I I just got to give it to him. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best. So lantern. Here's here's what I want to know. As I was looking at the show notes, um. <laughs> We have show notes? You do. I got them sent to me. Here's what I want to know. Don't pull back the curtain, Josh. They might not do that on this podcast. You're pulling that know. curtain that you don't know. Who cares about a Hawkeye TV show on Disney Plus? Amen. Oh. If I I did see the show notes, but I, I, I thought the same exact thing. <laughs> I'm gonna thing. go ahead and back this up right here. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> show notes. Who does that? So right? I was who, <laughs> who gives a shit about a Hawkeye TV. I, I will say this. I will say this too, Josh. But it was it, they were hinting at a fraction. They were hitting at a fraction Hawkeye, and you love a fraction Hawkeye. I do, but Travis, shut up, Matt. Tell me why do you care, <laughs> Matt? Why do you care about a Hawkeye TV show? Uh, Kate Bishop. I mean, the Matt Fraction storyline. Hawkeye. Even his new series got right now. Hawkeye. Um, Freefall. It's there's a lot of good stuff with Hawkeye. That oh you no! Could tell. No! No! But do you want Jeremy Renner on a TV show? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. No, one second. One he's second. Not afraid, he's not afraid <laughs> to defend and attack his wife. One second. One second. Really? <laughs> I think you guys found your new Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, so one, don't beat your wife and expect to get a Disney Plus show. Just one. Don't beat your wife. You already got like four movies out of it. Oh, getting political here. Don't beat your wife for any reason. One, don't beat your wife. Two, don't expect to get a Disney TV show out of it. Out of it. No, you'll just get a a billion dollar movie. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. Jeremy Renner 
worst hot worst just, Jeremy Renner does not make a billion dollars a movie. Who uh Josh, no, no, who you cast you only who, get a billion, a billion dollar movie franchise oh. out of it? Yeah. Matt, Matt, here's what I want to know. Who do you cast? Jeremy Renner is a terrible Hawkeye. Am I right? <laughs> I like him as Hawkeye. Shut up. Who would do better? Like who would do better? Uh, Shut your know, face. Who would be better? Who, who's yeah. better? I want to hear you. I like I like a char I like a Charlie Hunnam. I like a Charlie Hunnam. Who's Charlie Hunnam? Oh, he's a terrible actor. Anarchy. I like a, I like the a guy Charlie is a Hunnam. terrible actor. Here, here's my Hawkeye. Sons of Anarchy. Right. Here's my Hawkeye. You ready? No, dude, you're right. The, the dude from uh, the movie with the monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's only like uh, a Pacific a Rim. Pacific Rim. <laughs> Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Give me Pacific Charlie Rim. Charlie Day? Or give me Death. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie, oh, not Charlie Day. Charlie uh, Hunnam. Uh, Charlie Day? Give me Charlie Day as Hawkeye. <laughs> Uh, I'm in. What up, card man. bitches? Day man. <laughs> but here's here's my problem. I love Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. We did it on our show, Comic Exposure. Fantastic. <laughs> Jeremy wow. Renner. Plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. Jeremy Renner is no Matt Fraction Hawkeye. He's not. No. He's an ugly short man. <laughs> that beats his wife. <laughs> Who beats his wife. He's an one- Ugly, two short, three beats his wife. Find someone else. <laughs> Find someone taller and that doesn't beat their wife with a gentle hand, like Curly who's, who's from Mice be and Men. Who's who's better? I, you're you know right now I don't know. You're take you're asking me a question that I don't have an answer. You gotta to. come prepared if you're gonna throw out accusations <laughs> and be like, "Oh, Jeremy Winter sucks as Hawkeye." You gotta be prepared to defend your statement and tell Matt, me who's gonna I, be better. I'm not someone. Someone not for fractions for fractions run. It has to have some debonairness, like like a Bond, right. but like but goofiness because fractions run is like it's Bond, but he's not quite as. Uh, I think Jeremy Renner could do it. Panache as it. I think here's he's got what, the chops. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to say. Uh, who's Ant Man? What's his name? Next thing you're Paul Rudd. Next Paul thing you're telling me Vince Vaughn should be Hawkeye. No, 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 no. Right, Paul Rudd. Uh, Paul Rudd. If Paul Rudd were blonde, he could be Hawkeye. But he's not, so he can't be. He has to be Ant-Man. But. I like how through the show, his eyes are getting progressively squintier. <laughs> and he's getting closer and closer to the camera. <laughs> yeah. I, right, I don't, so I don't if know. We cast if Paul Walker, Walker. we cast Paul Walker. Paul Walker. As We're going to cast Walker. Paul Walker. <laughs> that might be a little hard. Yeah, a little um, bit. Might be a little burnt. Who's my Hawkeye? Who's my Hawkeye? That's a good question. No, Tim. Stephen Amell does not need to play Hawkeye. Let's get it. Oh, right. oh, my oh, God. I'm not mad at that. I'm not oh, mad at that. No. Uh, I can, I'm not mad I can at that kind of see that. Is Matt, that he, he, is, he does. I just watched eight seasons good. of that. It's called Arrow. No, 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 no. Matt, you shut your mouth. <laughs> no, Tim's on to something. Stephen oh. Amell as Hawkeye? I am. My nipples are hard. I, that's all I'm going to say right now. That's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. Right? Ready? Ooh. <laughs> you guys yep. can come on the Comic Exposure podcast and get this every week, good gentlemen. Every <laughs> other week, Travis and I talk just like this. Um, I don't know. Rubbing. You lots of nipple. Yeah, nipple rubbing. Um, I look, look, here's the thing. Jeremy Renner is a ugly man 
Who's he not shortly beat his wife? We get, yeah, we understand the three. The three, your thesis, your three pronged thesis is Jeremy Renner should not be Hawkeye because thesis statement number one, he is short. Thesis statement number two, he is ugly. And thesis, thesis statement number three, he beats his wife. I like, I I like how the running five, theme between all the superhero podcast or not podcasts, but all the superhero casting is their podcast. looks. Scarlett Johansson can't be, she can't be Black Widow anymore because she's beat. No, well, Jeremy I, Renner can't be Hawkeye because he's ugly. I deny <laughs> that. Uh, she can be black. You were, forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were a Char- you were a Charlotte, uh, Scarlet, Scarlet, whatever. Yeah, Charlotte, 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 <laughs> Charlotte Theron, Charlotte Johansson, Charlotte Johansson, <laughs> Charlize Sco, Charlize, Paltrow, Charlotte, vagina Hansen. smell. Yeah, um, <laughs> by that no, candle. I I, I bought three. My house smells fucking great. Here's the thing. Scarlett Johansson can still be Black Widow as long as she wants. Oh, I yeah. don't know. I, agree I don't I don't know who could do a look, here's the thing. I don't need a Hawkeye show. Yeah, so, fuck. What here's my question, gentlemen. What Marvel we've got we're going to get we're going to get Scarlet Witch. What Marvel show do you want on Disney Plus? Hawkeye. Shut up! Not Hawkeye. <laughs> Give me something else, Matt. Besides Hawkeye, what what Disney Plus show do you want? That's a tough one. Oh, I fucking muted you, Matt. <laughs> what? It don't matter, Kyle. What do you want, Kyle? What do you want? What do I want to see on Disney Plus? Yeah, for Marvel. I wouldn't mind seeing a Deadpool show. Okay, I can I can deal with that. Not, and not in a super. We'll keep it corny, but oh, you know, without everything. Fuck, but, Tim. <laughs> Paul Walker can't be Hawkeye because he's burnt. I said that, Tim. <laughs> the, Look, I didn't hear you say it, Kyle. Bring. I'll, I'll give it to, the joke to Kyle. Resurrect Paul Walker. I want to see a Hawkeye show just because it gets us closer to, to Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. I, they just look, make a Kate Bishop show. I, Agreed. High five. You can't I'll have Kate Bishop five. without Clint Barton, though. You're right. You're right. Um, you can, let's, we, they can fuck up all kinds of shit, all kinds of different ways. We can do whatever. They can do whatever they want. And they are Disney. They own reality. They can do whatever the fuck they want. So here's what I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Uh, Kyle, you, what was your Disney show? What was it again? Deadpool. Deadpool. All right, Matt, what's your Disney Plus show? What do you want? You know, that's. I'm going to say X-Men. I think that would be a good place to start the X-Men. I no. agree. No, I agree with Disney you. Plus as yes. a show. Small scale X-Men. Travis, what's your what's your what's your Disney Plus show? I'd like to see Howard the Duck, but not on Disney Plus, because I'd like to see it done like dark and, and things like it's that. Coming I think they're working Hulu. on something Howard it's being Duck. done by Kevin Smith. Is it cartoon? And, yeah. Are you are you lying to me? No, I'm hundred percent honest. Yeah, I know I, I know need, he's writing Howard, but I didn't know if it was one episode like in the multiverse no, or whatever. The whole, it's the, an entire show. What about a Fantastic it. Four Disney Plus show? No, a Fantastic Four needs to be MCU. Shut your mouth. Fantastic <laughs> Four, MCU, make it happen. Give how about me- G- how about right. G.I. Joe? Is Marvel owned Marvel was the last person to own G.I. Joe, right? No, mm-hmm. they're owned by um G.I. Joe's uh, oh, owned by Hasbro. Dynamite Hasbro. or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Dynamite has all the toys. Okay. Right? So and then that's owned by Death Row Records. Death Row yeah. is the label that pays me, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Let me check your paycheck stub. <laughs> yeah. No. God damn it, Death Row. You're pulling damn out too it. much. Here's my here's my Disney Plus show. You ready? Are you ready? 
Hawkeye. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not Hawkeye. <laughs> if a Disney Plus show has got to be sort of like low level, it's Ronin. It's a Ronin show. <laughs> I'm a, Matt. Jeremy you're right. Is Ronin. Jer- I would take it. I would take Jeremy Renner Ronin over Jeremy Renner Hawkeye. <laughs> because I, see, as it Ronin, makes, it's okay for because his face wife. is covered. Right. It makes no sense. I will freely admit it makes no sense. It makes. I want. I want to. I want a strong guy from X Factor show. I don't want the rest of the X Factor. I just want someone in the up. strong guy. <laughs> I want. Move, I want to try and eat ice cream. Try and take moon, a shit, but he's too big. Moon night me or nothing. No. Moon night Boo. or nothing. Boo. You're already getting Boo. that though. Boo. Am I? Yeah. It's not. It isn't live yet. Well, no, but they've already <laughs> announced it. But announcement ain't real, buddy. Okay. Who's a good Moon Knight? Who's a good Moon Knight? Who's it? Oh. Boo. No. The <laughs> boof. I'm just, I'm just going full couch crunchers there. They watch I, get that, enough I for get that minus three pillows. Who would be a good Moon Knight? Who would be good Moon Knight? Keanu Reeves. No. Dude, I think Keanu Reeves. Kill it. Keanu should have been uh Keanu Keanu, Keanu Reeves should have been uh Doctor Strange. He should have been Doctor Strange. He got to be Constantine. That's kind of shut already. your mouth. <laughs> I want to re- all shut our mouths, Josh. We got no podcast. I want to rewrite history <laughs> and I want to make Keanu Reeves Doctor Strange. You know it would have been perfect. I think Cumberbatch I, looks perfect. Cumberbatch, like Cumberbatch is Cumberbatch. too English. No, I think. Yeah, how about English. Mike? How about how about Michael Shannon as Moon Knight? Which one's Michael Shannon? Oh, yes, Travis. Yeah. He's a little just... older. He's a little too old. It might be too old. No, yeah, no, I think no, no, I no. think Moon Knight should go young and like with an unknown actor. Who's an unknown? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or if you're being. Oh, it's hundred percent sarcastic. <laughs> okay. Anytime I say no name or unknown actor, it's it's hundred percent sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm lost. I'm lost, but I want him. I want Moon Knight. We have I want this argument all the time that Marvel is is doing better in films because they cast no name or unknown actors versus the ho- huge Hollywood names that DC goes with. They used to, mm-hmm. but I don't think they do anymore because Marvel made them all famous. Right. Well, that's part of the problem. Like at a new like, there's been no new Marvel property. So what's the newest one? Eternals? What's the newest one that's coming out? Eternals. Eternals. All of those are pretty big actors for the most part. Right? Yeah. 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 I would love a Marvel movie with a nobody, but I don't know. That, it's the same thing with Star Wars. Star Wars and Marvel, you got to go. No one like this is not a well-known actor, but I don't know what role to put them in. Moon Knight's a good choice, though, guys. Who do you who do you make your Moon Knight? I think they should go young. Christian Bale. And I know. No, no. Yes, young <laughs> Christian Bale. Let him, let, him play a Marvel, let him play a Marvel Batman. Newsies Christian Bale as... <laughs> I want Newsies level Christian Bale as Moon Knight. <laughs> Get your moons here. Moons. High five soft moons. Moon, sir. <laughs> Okay. You, so, so here's my question, guys. Out of all the Marvel characters, there's some. There's one of them who hasn't been given a movie yet. Who do you want to see? A Disney Plus or a movie? Who do you want? Yeah, hmm. go. I mean, there's a, a bunch of mutants who haven't had a shot at I, something. I would love they had that. 
I would love an X Men movie in the in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac. Oh, as Gambit. No, uh, Moon Knight. Moon. Oh, mm. I think you're right. Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight. Who the fuck is that? He's a Poe from Star Wars. Poe Dameron, brother. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. He's oh, a terrible actor. I hate you. That's <laughs> He's okay. A terrible actor. <laughs> Oscar. He's not I- convincing enough. He's not tall enough. Who's the redhead guy in Star Wars who played like uh, the em- Emperor ship? He had the red hair. He was the the spy in the last one. Oh, he's in uh, the, he's the actor. Uh, uh, shit, what's his name? It, uh, uh, Hux. Uh, Hux. Hux, yeah. What do you want he's him got, to be? He's got some. He's got some acting chops. I think he's got he can, some range. Yeah. Do you want him to be Moon Knight? I don't want anyone to be Moon Knight. I don't like Moon Knight. You're right. You're right. You don't like Moon Knight. What if Moon Knight was a regular character and not an insane person? Would you like it then? I love him. I love him so much. I make him my best friend, and we have like pizza parties <laughs> and slumber parties together. Here's a problem. <laughs> Roddy in the basement. Moon Knight. Yeah. Moon Knight is is Marvel's Batman, but he's insane. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I f- I feel like people. Does anyone really know? I I we read uh, Le- was Lemire's run on Moon Knight, right? It was Lemire, and then the really really good artist who does like it's like weird. Uh, Shit, what's there's all here? there's all this fervor for Moon Knight, but was anyone reading Moon Knight? Do people know people like his design? He's got a cool design. People, people know reading, him as the Batman. They weren't reading Marvel. Moon Knight. They weren't does reading. Anyone Moon know Knight? anything about looking, Moon Knight? They were looking yeah. at Moon Knight. What's his name? Who was the guy who was doing it? It was very. It would look like it was very like uh, charcoal drawing. Matt, Kyle, help me out. I don't know. I never read Moon Knight. You bastards. <laughs> <laughs> he left. <laughs> he left the show. The Here's night. what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. What about um? What about uh? Was it Sam Winchester from Supernatural? Who? What actor plays him? I don't oh. know Supernatural. He should play everything. Jensen. They want him to play Batman. Jared. Or Jared. Yeah. So I don't know. It's maybe it's not. It's the the other brother. The one that they keep saying they want him to, to play Batman. Not the sh- long-haired one, the short-haired one. Oh, you're talking about Dean. Yes, then Dean, the guy who played Dean Winchester yes. for Moon Knight. They wanted him to. They didn't want him to play Batman. They wanted him to play. Um, no, they were talking about having him play Batman. Jason Todd. Oh, now you want to come oh, back? You want to come back? Look, <laughs> look, I accidentally closed you're, myself. You're, you're fit out of over. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I'm back. So just appreciate that I'm here. <laughs> You done? You're done throwing your fit now. I am. Yes. <laughs> Jensen Ackles. Yes. Who? Say it again. From Jensen Ackles from Supernatural. Which one's that one? The long Dean Winchester. The longer hair or the shorter hair? Shorter hair. Yeah. No, he's in. <laughs> he's Moon Knight. They should get Seal to play Moon. Did Knight. we solve the riddle? I don't. I look. I'm in. I'm in. I just want a Moon Knight show. I just want one. Moon not a Knight, It had to be Moon so Knight. So you want to go unknown? Well, maybe he's not unknown, but a lesser known actor. What about uh, Justin? Not movie, TV. Well, what about Justin Bartha from The Hangover? Which one's that one? He's the one that got he's locked the one. on the roof. <laughs> Fuck that guy. And now I have to look up. I don't know who this guy is without seeing yeah. a picture of him. What's he, his he name? He wasn't in the movie. He was, on uh, the, he was in the exposition. Justin Bartha. B A R T H A. 
I'm looking it up. Just I can't type. The guy who was type. on the the roof the entire movie. Yep. Guys, it's been a while. I don't know what to tell you. Jarthan, Justin, what? Bartha. Bartha. You're saying words that don't. Just make type sense. in. Just type in a hangover and I am. I found it. I found it. You should. He should play. Okay. No. 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 What show is he? He's in another show. What's the other TV show he's in? I have no not, idea. That guy's not in anything. You bastards. He's he in was something. in a TV show. But I don't remember what it was. Uh, all right. Career. I'm on Wikipedia. Uh, hey, you have children. Be you careful. Have children there's someone behind you. you. <laughs> 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 it's my son, and it's way too late for him to be up. Yeah, what is he? He's in something. The, not The Hangover. Not The Hangover. Not White Girl. What's the TV show he's in? I'm on I'm on the internet right now and it's not you helping click at all. You're under movies. You gotta click under his TV shows. <laughs> what the hell TV show is he in? He's from he something. Was in, he was in the last National Treasure. I know that. Yes, that's where yeah, I know him from. National Treasure. Look, guys, National Treasure is a national treasure. A national treasure. Wasn't he in all of them? <laughs> he was in both yeah, national he was treasures. In both yeah. Moon Knight? Moon Knight? No. He can't play Moon Knight. Make a Moon Knight. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Do it, Matt. Make it happen. Do it. I, talk to your talk to your people. I'll talk to my. I'll have my people call your people. We'll, we'll get right I, on that. I'll talk to um to Bale, and then he'll put the word out. Yeah. I look. You put Christian Bale in anything, it, dude, Kyle, and I'm in. Christian Bale. No, no, no. I'm it. just I'm just telling Christian to to put it out there. He's a busy there. guy because he's fucking busy. He can't do it. He's too busy. He's a busy guy. <laughs> he'll right. do it for me. He'll, he'll put the word out to get him into the show. Not Christian, but that's my end to the movie world. Yeah, You're right. OCB. That's what you call him because you guys are close. I like your I like your call of someone not known enough. Just do they need what they need to do is do what like I don't know if anyone's a fan of the Avatar: The Last Airbender series, but Netflix is doing a live action show of that, and they're putting out a worldwide casting call to to cast I'll no name it. people in their I'm in, their in. show. So. I'll do it. Just put out make, a huge casting call from Roman Make Moon me the old fire guy. That's what I want. <laughs> Which the old one? fire? The oldest one. Like you the guy who's the, the, uh, the guy who's the yeah the uncle Iroh. That's who I am. Look yeah, at this beard. It's white. It's go. white enough. That's me. Mm. I don't want to be the guy with the burnt face. I don't want that. Make me the uncle. I don't know. I think or, you feel, I, I feel like you could play like Ed Helms as like older brother in something. Mm-hmm. I think El- older brother. Matt, can I be Appa? Can I be Appa? Can you cast me as Appa? Sure. From, uh... CGI is a beautiful thing. Right. <laughs> I just want to do the voice. I want. It's not going to be a real voice, but I just want to make weird noises. Give us your Bane voice again. That was a good one. <laughs> you ready? Are you ready? Yep. Yeah. You. You merely. You merely adopted nope, the a, dark. There's not enough muscle. <laughs> you merely adopted the dark. <laughs> I was born in it. <laughs> now say we're gonna savor some bottles. We're gonna savor some bottles. <laughs> I've actually learned how to savor off fucking bottles of champagne, so I plan on bringing out the saber. There you go. <laughs> identical, identical. It's like it's like he just joined the show. <laughs> I. It's like Brian I am, just came on. Identical. I'm Tom. I am Tom Hardy. I am. <laughs> Identical. So good. So, so um, good. Since you guys do uh, comic book exposure and you guys take graphic novels and go through them, what is your thoughts yeah. on uh, Walking Dead being named the uh, 
the graphic novel or comic book of the, the last decade? Uh, I think I think when you look at what it did for the comic book industry, nothing has done anything. But I think I think it's deserving. I think it's deserving of of yeah. of a of a any title that pushes the medium past its boundaries as far as its acceptance and as far as its its love in in regular culture. I think that is. I think that is. It's not. It's not my favorite comic book. Certainly, it's not even probably in my top ten, top twenty. Nope. Uh, so <laughs> here's what I was here. Was, I'm reading compendium number four right now, right? Like I stopped when Negan showed up. Oh, you stopped at the wrong time. But here, here's why I feel like the writing got really lazy with Negan. And so I, I didn't want to hear the, like, and Some this of is the just, best walking dead quotes came from Negan. Yeah. You're getting muted in the for comic. That one. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Here's the pro- here's the problem. Time out for that one, <laughs> Matt. Matt, here's my problem. It Let's got it. a little. It. it got a little bit like every other word has to be. You fucked. shut your mouth. And, <laughs> I, shut your it, mouth. You shut your mouth. You you shut your mouth. You shut so your I, mouth. You fucking savor that mouth. <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading Compendium Four right now because I want to finish it. Right because I literally. I read them all up to Negan and then I dropped off because it just got a little too repetitive for me. But jumping back in, Compendium 3. You're really pissing us off here. (laughs) Coming to the wrong show, buddy. You come to our show and you talk shit about Walking Dead. (laughs) No, I will admit. Great first impression. Had I gave it a couple more issues, it would have been fine. But I got to a point where I was like, nope. But then it got much better. I, I, I'm enjoying – I enjoyed the rest of Compendium 3. I'm on Compendium 4 right now. Um, I think it is probably the most uh, – it's probably the most uh, changing of the comic book universe in the last decade. There's no way to deny what it has done for the comic book universe in the last 10 years. Agreed. Yeah, it's not only yeah. have it doesn't only have its footprints in comics, but it's it's really had its huge impact on just pop culture in general. Yeah. The way shows deal with characters, the way uh they stretch things out. I mean, so many I know Walking Dead's not a streaming show, but so many streaming shows kind of formats they they yeah. take a lot from Walking Dead storytelling. It really upped networks making their own shows. For for sure, like, and I, not, I'm not saying like NBC, ABC, I mean like these other cable networks and other. I think it really gave through to like a lot of people. Like HBO kind of broke the mold with having a show, but I think Walking Dead really put the stamp on it that it's okay for all these different things to to think outside the box and do something. Yeah, right. And it turned this turn the spotlight on. Uh, we all, I'm sure we all say something similar to this. I think some of the best writers, storytellers today work in comics. I, th- I think that is, yeah, I tell people sure. all the time. People look at me like I'm crazy, uh, but uh, especially people don't read comics. And I think that helped push that forward. They're like, there's some really, it's not just all like, and then you punch him. There's some really deep, great prose being written in comic books and it was a chance for the other the outside the civilians to see some of that and i think it's great yeah does anyone disagree with the title that they gave it is there anyone here no, that disagrees with it i don't think so yeah. at all not like you said what what it offered pop culture alone it's deserving but so what's a runner-up 
I, I don't I don't remember. I didn't even look. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. Um, no, you're fine. Um, <laughs> so, but do you believe that? Spit it, it out, Matt. God trying, it. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck. Shut your mouth. Shut your me mouth when you're talking me to me. Do you, so do you think it deserves to be in the discussion right along? Because everyone gives Iron Man 1 that credit for, for kicking off this whole like superhero movie renaissance. Do you think Walking Dead deserves the credit of being right there with uh, Iron Man in the same conversation as oh, hell yeah. deserving yes. for this whole renaissance? If, if it weren't for Walking Dead, you wouldn't have all those shows on CW. You would That wouldn't exist. It would not exist. No, it, it helped make these comic type shows. It gave right. it that limelight that people were like, okay, even though it's a graphic novel, it's something that me not as a comic fan can watch because I've actually had this discussion with people like, my neighbors, I was talking to them, and we started talking about Walking Dead, and I said, oh, I've got all the comics, I fucking, my walls are covered with Walking Dead toys, and they're like, you know, we were never into comic book stuff until Walking Dead. Yeah. And it really showed that we can like this comic book type of stuff, and we don't, it's not just something we make fun of, and a type of person that we would make fun of, but it's something that we actually like. So, well, you, you think about it, like, Iron Man spurred this second second wave of comic book movies right like you had the original toby Maguire spider-man sort of wave of stuff the x-men toby Maguire spider-man and then iron man one comes on and create this other thing and i think the same thing happens on television if it weren't for walking dead you wouldn't get the cw universe you just i don't think it would happen it just wouldn't exist so there's so Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It really no. helped to just become mainstream. Right. That's the thing. Like, like maybe someone would have dabbled in it, but without The Walking Dead being this phenomenon on AB and on AMC, you wouldn't have had everybody else jump on the bandwagon of it. They wouldn't have spent as much money. They wouldn't have gone season after season if it weren't for the success of the first couple seasons of Walking Dead. There's no Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is a one-two punch on that too. I think yeah. as far as geek culture in general. Walking Dead and Game of Thrones coming Show's out was, was just was for the the populace was just huge for nerd You're, culture. So Game of Thrones does the thing for nerd fiction books. Right? Yeah, like, it's called boring as shit. <laughs> but the expanse doesn't happen. The expanse on yeah. sci-fi doesn't happen without Game of Thrones. Well, I think Game of Thrones deserves the credit of the resurgence of the popularity of D D we're seeing right now. Like, I, think uh, we, I would I would tell you that I think Stranger Things has a little involvement. Well, that too, with that too. But yeah. Yeah. No, both, I agree. Yeah, with, I agree with you. Like, if it weren't for those two things, uh, like how many of you are interested in the new Lord of the Rings TV show? Matt, are you on board for the new Lord of the Rings? I've, I've had, I wasn't, I mean, I liked the first three movies and then that was, that was good for me. I don't need, I didn't need the Hobbit to be made into a movie. I the Hobbit was shows. bad. I don't, the Hobbit was bad. I, I'm pretty much over Lord of the Rings. Like the return, the fellowship, return of the King and the two towers is enough for me. I don't need all this extras here. But I, just and, like I don't need I, a, just like I don't need a game of Thrones prequel series. You're right. I don't need that. I don't need Game of Thrones prequel. You're right. You're right on that for sure. I just think that, like, I think the way Game of Thrones ended left a bad taste in everyone's mouth, and it's not going to, you're not going to have the, the record-setting audience turning in for this set you're hoping for. Oh, you're not. for Like, I think we, 
I think Game of Thrones hit this pinnacle of what it's going to be, and you you can't recreate it. You can create something that that kind of like that taps into it, but you're never going to do the same thing again. So to answer your question, Travis, here's the top ten best selling comics of the 2010s. So at ten, it's Dark Knight Returns. Nine is Walking Dead trade paperback volume three. Eight is Saga uh, trade paperback. Seven is Civil War. Six is Watchmen. Five is Saga Volume Two. Four is Walking Dead Volume Two. Three is Batman the Killing Joke. Two is Saga Volume One. And number one was Walking Dead Number One. See, if I had to take, I think that Saga stuff is is right on par because as much as I think Walking Dead deserves that spot, as far as what captures my heart is that Saga series was the last decade was so great. But I'm going to tell you, if it weren't for Walking Dead, there wouldn't be Saga. No, there wouldn't yeah, be. Image Comics yeah. wouldn't be what it is today without Walking Dead. Yeah. Walking you, Dead did a lot to rebuild right. that brand and image. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I like Saga, but I would hate to see Saga in any other form but comic books. I don't think it works in anything else. Kind of like me there is, there the is, there, there is something. There is something about having a story that's that's fantastic, but you only get it if you're willing to dip your toes into the combo realm. It's kind of right. like, all right, guys, if you want this great story, we're telling you it's good. It's like, there's no way you're not going to like this, but and you only can get it from comics. I do. I kind of like that idea there, Travis. I think you're. I think you're right. Like we think about like why the last like we've talked so much about why the last man being a quintessential amazing series of books. I do not think it will be as successful as Walking Dead if you turn it into a TV show. I don't think it would be as successful as a movie, right? Was it already it, kind of successful as a movie, though? Why Why The Last Man? Yeah, wasn't um, uh, that Will Smith movie uh, based off of that book? No, no. no it was based that's, off an old sci-fi novel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. But, like, Why The Last Man is one of the best comic book series in the last 20 years. That's Brian K. Vaughn, right? Yeah, Brian right. K. Vaughn, Why the Last Man. I don't think you could maybe do it as a TV show. Maybe. FX is doing it. And that, I, it is good. They're, they're going to make it. Mm -hmm. I don't, Thank you, Walking Dead. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, you can lay everything at the feet of how well Walking Dead did, but I don't think anything will ever top it. No. Does that make sense? Like, like Walking Dead was a pinnacle. Everything we do after it won't compare because Walking Dead was the first was the first example of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I like uh, what's the what's the uh, the um, Travis? It's your favorite graphic novel, Preacher. Preacher. Okay. It was never. I thought that show was terrible. But even if it was good, like I thought, I enjoyed parts of it. I, I thought season one was bad, and I enjoyed the hell out of season two, and then I I fell off. I thought season three was terrible. If it's but the thing is, like it wouldn't have happened without Walking Dead. True, but it will it will never be as good as Walking Dead because it's the second iteration of something. Mm -hmm. Even though it's a totally different story, it's the second version. Of a comic book turned TV show. Mm. Nothing will compare to season one of Walking Dead. It just won't happen. Just like whatever you do 
that's a fantasy series will never compare to Game of Thrones. It just won't happen. You need well, you need a breather. There needs to be time off, like anything. You know, there's gotta well, be time off and then we could we can tap into whatever the source is again in 10 years. And we're gonna get this Lord of the Rings Amazon show, and it will not be as good as 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 I think it's I, almost gonna be a letdown. Oh, it for sure is because it's not gonna be Game of Thrones. Because now there's well, yeah, it's because now there's a comparison. That's the problem. You're exactly right. Yeah. And that's you've always it's you always have well, Game of Thrones they did this and they used right. to do it like that and I right, that's right, gonna right. be that's you're right that's gonna be a big problem. But I mean I personally think when it's all said and done and Walking Dead is is done you're looking at with Walking Dead number one you're looking at the action you know action comics number one or Amazing Fantasy fifteen of our time that's like, that's what it is it's Amazing yeah. Fantasy fifteen that's what mm-hmm. Walking Dead one is yeah. Oh, it's a, 7,500 it's, of them. Yeah. It's a game changer. Nothing will come nothing will compete with it because it was successful as a comic. It was success it was successful as a TV show. You you just can't and it was the first. So it was this genre change in comic book and it was just it was this game changer for TV shows and everything else builds upon it. So you can't compare anything to it. Like the boys was great on Amazon, but it's not Walking Dead. No, no, it's not. Like what? And then when remember when they re re released episode one in black and white, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Oh, this is fucking even better." You can't do that again. You cannot make it happen again. It I agree. I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. I shiny and chrome. Shiny and chrome. Uh. I just watched the black and white edition of uh, of Mad the Max. Mad Max movie. My God, it's it, good. It's it good is so good. It makes it better. It yeah. makes it ten times better. Just like, have you guys watched the black and white of Episode One? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is yeah. so. It, it is ten times better than the original. Yeah, I don't know why, but it is so much better. I just think it's cooler in black and white. I just think if you're right. a fan of the comic, it's more yeah. it's right more what you're used to. What you're used to, yeah, 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 for sure. And it, and and, then, and it, harkens, it harkens back to the original Night of the Living Dead, right? Where the right. blood works these black pools yeah. yes. and stuff like that. Yeah, thank, thank yeah, you, yeah. Tim. Yeah, that was what I was thinking of. Is Omega Man? That's what I was thinking of with uh, the I Am Legend. Omega Man oh, yeah. is is, there, is, is the source material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of with Why the Last Man. But all right, what's next, Matt? Because we haven't hit many of our topics. What are you talking about? We've hit them all. We've, We've hit, hit them all. Of them. A lot of them. How do you? So keeping on the same <laughs> subject, what do you think about uh, Tico ITD um, doing Star Wars, launching Star Wars uh, movies, or give it all to me at this point? Star wait, Wars. Wait, wait. Or- How'd you say his name? <laughs> Tico ITD. Tico ITD. Taiko Waititi? Yeah. Taiko Waititi? Are you Ace Ventura right now? Tiki Waititi's. I like the Tiki Waititi's. (laughs) I would... Here's the thing. I think we're beyond Star Wars. Now that we've closed out the Skywalker saga, you can do whatever you want with Star Wars. Tiki Waititi's can do anything. You get... Like, look, now that we're done with the Skywalker saga, do whatever you want with Star Wars, and I'll pay to go see it. That's where I'm at. 
As long as it's directed by who, Matt? Tico Waititi. <laughs> Tico Waititi. <laughs> Do you ever see yourself in the future? Maybe not. Maybe not going to the theaters to see all the next star Wars stuff that comes out, but do you ever see yourself not like at least streaming it or watching it? If you can just, if it comes on streaming or do you see a day when it comes where you're just like, I don't want to see it on the screens. I don't want to see it in my living room. I'm just done with it. Is, or is it one of those I things? I pray for like, the day I can watch brand new movies in my house I think, without I think, it being bootlegged. I, think I pray gonna, for that. Day. I think it's going to come to that. Cause like my, mm. I think the older you get, your your mindset changes. Because, like, me, I'm like, I'll watch any Star Wars movie as it comes to the to the theater. But then my dad, who's saw all of them in theaters, he's like, I already saw the original. We had this conversation the night at dinner. Like, me and my brother were talking about it. And my dad was like, what are you guys talking about? We're like, oh, Star Wars. And my mom was like, I've never seen a Star Wars. And I don't even know where to start. And my dad was like, you start. My dad was like, you start with the goddamn originals. And my brother's like, yeah, episode one, Phantom Menace. And my dad was like, no, fuck you. You start yeah. with Star Wars. And I was like, you mean a no hope? And he looked at me, he goes, no, fuck you, Star Wars. 911, what's your emergency? Yeah. You have to like report a domestic violence call. Yeah. My dad and is beating like, the shit right, out of my brother. Right, you you watch Star Wars and no hope. He's like, there's no, there's no a new hope. It's Star Wars. Um, and Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So I like that, that you called it, it a no hope. That'd be yeah, way better. No hope. <laughs> no hope. A no hope. Just like I think that Revenge of the Jedi is a better title than Return of the Jedi. I, th I but think. But I, I love, I love picking up that your news story. I, I think Taika Waititi is at like some peak in Jeez. like this. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing this with it. Um, I think he's that. I think he's that Jojo Rabbit. I don't know if you guys saw Jojo Rabbit. It's it's he's just building on everything he's done. I, I don't think he's maxed out his creative potential yet. I love his storytelling. I love his tone. Everything is very funny, but it's also very heartfelt at the same time. He has he has that ability to do that. I think I think he is not even reached the top of his potential as a writer and director. I give him all the credit in the world for saving Thor. He's, oh, he single-handedly sure. saved mm -hmm. Thor. Yeah. yeah. And like I'm, it, it I'm almost seemed like a side lie. project for him, you know? Yeah. It's like he yeah, it seemed I love, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out on a limb right now. Thor Dark World was amazing. I don't care what anybody says. I love I Thor. like it. <laughs> Dark World, yeah. That one's it was good. Good. people sleep on it. People sleep um, on it. But I think I think we're at this point now where like it's the same thing with Marvel movies. You can go whatever Whatever kind of story you want to tell, you can tell it with a Marvel movie. I think the same thing happens for Star Wars. Now that we've now that we've closed it out, you can give me the weird Taiko Watiti Star Wars movie. I think I think you can do that now. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm in. Right. Well, it's almost like Marvel. These Marvel books have become like Shakespearean texts, where it's like you can, you, right. can, you put it in someone's hand in the tone, like ten, uh, ten things I hate about you is, you know, it's all based on like that. Gaming of the true, the true, right? So it's these Marvel texts. Like, why not take Thor and put it in the hands of someone with a wacky voice or vision or a uh, horrific vision of it? And I, I kind of like these being treated as like the text is the text. And then let's put a like a, a weird slant on it with the director or the voice that's behind it. Right. I, I'm into this idea of like we're now gonna get Star Wars movies that are a little different. Like I like regardless of what you think about The Last Jedi, 
Give me a Ryan Johnson version of Star Wars. Give me those three movies. I think his time is done. He needs you to think so? Yeah, and no one's going to want to see it. His name is just tainted now. His name in Star Wars <laughs> is tainted. Yes, taint. I, Even I, with I, Knives Out? <laughs> but, I think but, but that's, a different, think that's different. Like, his yeah. his directing is, has other movies isn't bad, but when you when you say Ryan Ryan Johnson and Star Wars in the same sentence, people go, "Oh God, it, you know, it's it's tainted." His his name is tainted. He I, th- carries I think the scarlet letter. It's, it's burnt got like Daniel Walker. <laughs> it's got the stench like of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. I I think you're I think you're right, but at the same time, like I want them to give Star Wars to someone and have something different with it right like regardless of what you think about the last jedi and we can we we could spend a whole you could spend a whole episode talking about how what that means <laughs> for the star wars universe for sure <laughs> but i would like to explore different pieces of star wars with with off the wall directors and i think taiko watiti is a is a really good example of like a weird a weird uh, director to give the reins to that too. Tim you know? says in the chat, well, back up, Travis. This is the wrong show to be referencing Shakespeare on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, him and him and John Favreau, I think, are the two people that should be controlling Star Wars right now. Like, I look, look, give John Favreau the reins because fucking the Mandalorian, even in its shitty moments, was good. Mm-hmm. I want John Favreau to start making my own life decisions. Like I want to consult him about like <laughs> do, I do, job, job? do I quit it? Do I date this person? Do I not? Do that I eat this? What app. do I do? John Favreau <laughs> controls my life. Look, directs my I, life. I loved Lone Wolf and Cub. Here's our Netflix show. There you go. John Favreau <laughs> controls my life. <laughs> A John Favreau app that just has an algorithm that just <laughs> decides what you're gonna do in life. John- John Favreau, I met this hot chick in a bar. Should I nail her? It's it's an <laughs> app that you download, a, and it says take a picture, and you do. And then John Favreau pops up and goes, "I don't know. She looks like a burner, bro." <laughs> just makes your decisions for so, you. So here's here's my question, gentlemen: Is John Favreau Kevin Feige? Put your um, child to bed, Joshua Buckley. He is sitting up there. Is, <laughs> <laughs> is is John Favreau the new Kevin Feige of Star Wars? The Figi? Is this Taika Figi? Is it Fij? What's his name? I don't know. Feige, Feige, isn't it? Feige? Yeah. Feige, Figi, Fijay? Fijay. I like Fijay. I drove a Fijay once for a year. I had to get rid of it. <laughs> so how many of you guys have finished? I how took many medicine guys? and it went away. You can't do worse than Kathleen Kennedy, so... Right. I'm assuming you've all finished Mandalorian, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. No? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It was a, it was an exceptional version of what Star Wars should be. What I think was missing from the last three movies is one overarching hand, right? Whether you like, you know, George, continuity and good storytelling, right. and whether whether you like George Lucas or not, <laughs> we can argue about that forever. We That's were a- missing. <laughs> We were missing a- <laughs> his hands we were- are getting more like <laughs> Emperor Palpatine-ish. <laughs> we, were missing- we were missing a hand on the last three movies. I think what's your next star? What's your like Obi-Wan supposed to come out? What do you want from Obi-Wan? I don't even really want an Obi-Wan story. Obi-Wan you- to me 
is a cash grab because okay, okay, Matt. Then what's your Star Wars TV show? <laughs> <Old> <laughs> Republic, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, okay, I'm in. I'm in. But how do you want it to be? Do you want a lot of lightsabers or not so many lightsabers? I I don't think you go as with a lot of lightsabers. I think you you tone that back. I love you. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate that. <laughs> I I want just enough lightsabers. I want to see a Padawan actually have to build his lightsaber and go get I don't, the crystal and like right. Yes, yes. I, I want to see all of that. I don't want to see <laughs> him just all of a sudden have it and in dialogue. He's like, oh, I built it. I like it, but I like your idea of old republic. I think that's a good way to go. Um, I I think you're correct. Kyle, what's your what's your Star Wars on? What's your next Star Wars? If not uh, Obi Wan, what's your next Star Wars? You guys are gonna hate me right now when I say what I'm about to say. No, you say it. I will. I will appreciate whatever it is. The Adventures of Young Kai Guan Jin. <laughs> I'm not a big Star Wars guy. That's okay. That's okay. I'm more of a Star Trek guy. I love Star Trek. I'm in. So Fucking I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really have I don't really have a what do I want to see next from Star Wars. I'm probably one of the few people on the planet who have a I know what I want to see next from Star Wars. Like I I have no idea. Well, if Disney bought Star Trek, what do you want? Oh fuck. I would like to see a, a Borg thing. Oh, I'm on I'm on board, man. Dude, I'm anything on board. with the Borg is awesome. I would love to see a Klingon only TV show. Ooh, that would be cool. Right? I'd like to see a, I'd like to see a Borg by Bagels. Please just put it in the bag, sir. I'm <laughs> looking back to the left, looking to the right. And we've come full circle. Please <laughs> give me please give me the schmear. Uh, jalapeno cream. You're cheese. giving it to the wrong Borg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the other overweight Borg. <laughs> I just, I just don't. Do we really? Does anybody really care? I know Tim does, but Blorb. Do you really care about what Obi Wan did be, up until the start of A New Hope? No, I don't care. I don't care about it. I don't care about it, Matt. But I feel like if you're, I, I feel like we're in this weird space where no one wants to play in Star Wars outside of what we know. We want to like. I feel like everybody's scary. Right. I feel like everybody wants to fill in the blanks. And I think one good place to fill in the blank is we know who Obi-Wan is. So give us a story between episode three and episode four with Obi-Wan. But and, then you're, and, may, you're and maybe you get that with Rebels or whatever the fuck the Cartoon Network show is. But I didn't watch that because I'm I'm a, a grown ass man. So I, <laughs> mm, mm. I would, I kind of want, I don't mind an Obi-Wan story, but I would like an Obi, I'd like an old Republic story. I think that'd be fun. But so, I mean, what was so good about the Mandalorian is you had it. There was no, I didn't know anybody, right. I didn't there was know no anybody. expectations because you didn't know what was coming. It's what, right, right, right. it's the same thing that made and Guardians of the Galaxy movie so draw good. it out either. Right. It's so a, that's it wasn't a, these boring, like, you know, and that's one thing I can say about Game of Thrones is they make these, you know what? I think Game of Thrones would have, because I hate Game of Thrones. I despise that show. I think they would have been 35 minute episodes. It probably would have been a better show. Yeah, I can buy and that, that. And that's one thing that's kind of cool about the Mandalorian is they're like 30 minutes. 
Wham, bam, yeah. thank you. But there was no, there's no expectations. You don't really know anybody. And it, it was a huge smash hit. Guardians of the Galaxy, no expectations. Nobody really knew what to expect. Smash hit. Obi-Wan, there's, a, there's some yeah, form no, of right. expectation there. So do we want a Jar Jar Binks prequel? Fuck no. <laughs> I, here's, here's the thing about essentially what we did with Mandalorian is we took Lone Wolf and Cub, a fantastic manga, and made it a TV show. Yeah. I wouldn't mind an old Republic show, but I don't want it to be a million lightsabers jerking each other off. I don't want that. Right. Nor do you want it to be like some sort of political Star Wars long slow burn. Uh, I will no, argue. No slow burns. I will argue with you that I would not mind a Star Wars, uh, a bureaucratic Star Wars show. I wouldn't mind if we got a Star Wars show based on the new game that came out, um, Jedi Fallen Order. Is it good? I haven't played it yet. Fantastic. It's so close. I'm so close to buying it, but it's I have fantastic. It the story is fantastic. That okay. and Force Unleashed. Like it would be cool to see a story about like a Vader, a, a Vader Emperor or Empress or okay. Padawan. Yeah. Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm with you. I think we've spent a lot of time on the light side. Let's spend a little time on the dark side, right? For sure. You, you, yeah. You've spent enough time fighting for hope. Let's see what happens when all hope is lost. Let's burn the shit down. I'm all and for burn it down. Yes. Travis, do you want to burn things down? I'm ready to burn burned down. Let's burn down the house. Talking heads Ky- or whatever it was. Kyle, are you are Kyle, are you going to burn it down? Burn it down. All right. So we're all in. Let's burn it down, gentlemen. Burn <laughs> that shit down. Yeah, I mean it just I, I think you're right. I think you've got to you've got to come original with it to keep it. You've got to come original. You've got to come original. Now That was that was actually off mic. I think, gentlemen. No. <laughs> you gotta. I mean, oh, shit. It's, you gotta come at it. You gotta come correct God, at it. And if, if you're listening to the show right now and you've been listening this long, here's what I want you to do. I want you to. I want you to open up your Spotify app right now, and I want you to open up. 311 and i want you to listen to come original but really you've got to come original really what i want you to do is i want you to listen to jack-o'-lantern's delight because if you're (laughs) gonna if you're gonna listen to that 311 album you want to listen to jack-o'-lantern's delight because no one listens to that album that that song but that is quite possibly the best 311 song ever (laughs) all right here folks hot take i Guys, I, I want to apologize for Travis and I running roughshod over your show tonight. Hey, hey, I will not apologize. It's more you, brother. It's more you. <laughs> I'm a, I look, I will own how much I'm telling people to listen to 311. Right? It's now. all good. It's all good. It's interesting. It's interesting stuff. <laughs> Watching you and Kyle drink at the same time. Kyle, one more time, Kyle. You ready? Lift it up. Lift it up, buddy. What are you? What are you drinking, my man? Whiskey Coke. Matt, I'm starting to see parallels between what you deal with and what I deal with on our podcast. It's like looking in a mirror, isn't it? It's it's fitting that the the same personalities are on the same side of the screen. Travis, don't lie that on our show, I am the one who keeps this shit on the rails. Do Do not think that you control 
the the bumpers of the uh, yeah. of the galaxy bowling that is our. I know. Our I mean, I, I guess I got to learn to come come on shows like Josh does. You just you know you got to come on shows and just tell everyone that's always there to shut up and just run <laughs> rush out all of them, you know? you know? look. Look, shut, I shut up. Shut up. On, shut up. Listen the, to me. Yeah. Here's the question. Facebook. Listen to me. Call everyone out. <laughs> call everyone out. Tell everyone to shut up. You're golden. That's how you that's how you guest on someone's show. Man. <laughs> on this, on the Facebook, I said, Are you sure you want me on this thing? I said, Do you want me on? And you said, For sure, man. And here I am. This is what you get when you invite me on a show. Oh, oh no. How yeah, I'm going yeah, on no, someone else's please. show is exactly how you are right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly That's, what I'm doing. I'm not complaining. I think it's fucking fantastic. No, I'm, I think it's awesome. I, I, think, I, think, I said, when you was like, how about, a, how about we do a uh, comic exposure, both of us? And I was like, fuck it. Let's get crazy. Let's I don't do it. <laughs> right here. I will tell you, how long have we been doing this? We've been doing this show <laughs> for like five hours at this point. Nah, we're right? at uh, two hours. This is, two this hours. is easy okay. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, Travis and I, we get close to an hour and we turn into trolls. So <laughs> I don't Tra- know what's I, I know Travis how likes it so much that he wanted to do it twice that he came back. I did twice in a row. I was really hoping to see Kyle pass out though. So that was really my ooh. <laughs> no, I made it a point not to drink as much as last week. That's good. Uh, because- Matt, Matt, what's on your shirt? I can't read your shirt right now. What it's, it is? Uh, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. That's good. Yeah. I like that. I'm 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 happy with that. Uh, Kyle, are you wearing anything particularly nerdy tonight? He's wearing the absolute. I like I like how we transitioned to talking about our geeky clothing we're wearing. I've I've seen that like uh, several times tonight. Travis, what do you got on? That's very. As mentioned earlier, (laughs) Steve Martin. Steve Martin. (laughs) I'm sorry. I at this point in the show, I am far beyond. I don't have any. I have a black. A black sweatshirt up, guys. I don't, I'm not wearing anything. So awesome. Let's see that belly button, Josh. Wiggle it. Oh, <laughs> Audi, not an any. It. I've got an any. I'm intrigued by Audis. Not the cars, but the belly buttons. <laughs> I went to uh, maybe it was around eighth grade. We went to the water park, and it was like uh, one of those things where it's like a bunch of the guy, my guy friends, and a bunch of girlfriends were going to go. So it was like yeah, girls yeah. and guys at the water park. What what more could you ask for as a 14-year-old boy? Is this in Japan boy? or Korea? Yes, it was in Japan. Japan. It was in Japan. What a water uh, park in Japan like. Same thing. Slides of water. Everything's Not just a little important bit to the story. But one of the girls that was like really attractive and all the guys had a crush on took off her swimsuit. The, the most giant... Yeah, took it off. Just no. Um, picky blinders all day. And it was this not, it was like a branch, a branch that came out of her belly button. This thing was like an extra pinky. And then to, ex- to ex- it yeah, it was. <laughs> and then to accentuate it, she had it pierced. So it drew attention to it. I mean, kind of threw me off I this whole in. thing for a long time. It you really should take a picture so we can see it right now. Wax there was Jack no cell phones back then. Wax Jack says it's fashion time. Three fourths of geeks wear black. That's why it's really hard to tell the fact that it's apart. <laughs> that's, that's really part of it. Travis is the only one wearing a color tonight. Yeah. Travis looks yeah. like he's ready to go to the bar and pick up some chicks afterwards. And look, it Travis is the only PM. one. Travis is the only one who's going to pick up chicks. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. No. That's all it's no. going to be. Um, do you guys like Shakespeare? Any ladies in the bar like Shakespeare? I have some <laughs> some some quips about the bard himself. Tim says, so, "Now I feel weird. I thought clothing was optional. Be right back. Always <laughs> optional." Kyle and Matt, here's what I want to do. I want to I want to take this opportunity to invite you on Comic Exposure 
to talk about some shitty graphic novel. Uh, you guys pick. You tell it. Here's what I want. I'm going to put this on the line right now. Travis mm. and I have spent a lot of time trying to figure out what to read. Here's what I want to know. Matt and Kyle, what do we need to read? Come on the show and talk about it with us. What's the graphic novel that we should read? What do you think, Kyle? Or the run what's, that we should What's read? your choice? The run, the graphic novel, what do we need to read? What about like uh, volume one or book one of Invincible? I've never read it. I'm on board. I'm on board. Travis, what I've do you think? I've read it. I've read it. You've read it? I haven't read mm -hmm. it. I'll read it again. It's been like eight years. All right. So, Kyle, you're on. Invincible Volume 1. Matt, what are we reading with you? I think Invincible sounds good. Like, I don't know. Right. Let's see. What else? Kyle killed it with Invincible. I would say Outcast Volume 1. That's a good one. We haven't. Did we do that, Travis? I don't think we did Outcast. Nope. I think we talked about it, but never talked about it. I never read Outcast. So here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Kyle, you're coming on. Invincible Volume 1. Okay. Matt, Matt, are you ready for this? Are you in are you in your Dragon Ball T-shirt ready for to talk about Outcast Volume One? Absolutely. God, that would be that's so easy. So yeah. our next, our next, we're Travis. Are you ready for this? Oh yeah, we're, we're, we're are we pulling the curtain back? We're pulling the curtain back on our <laughs> next episode. We're talking Conan, but after that, but after that, here's what's going to happen. Kyle, you're coming on to talk Outcast. Matt, you're coming on to talk about. Nope, no. Kyle, Kyle, you're coming on. <laughs> Kyle, you're coming on to talk about Invincible. Matt, you're coming on to talk about Outcast. Are you ready? Yep. yep. Yeah. I like AT Aliens. Uh, I that's a good Outcast album. I do like that. Everybody moves to the back of the bus. We're talking about Outcast. All right, Travis, we don't have to do any more work. I feel like we made our life a lot easier. We just did. I'm just warning you now. I'm I'm rolling it up into your show, and I'm going to get at least four shut-ups right off in oh, yeah. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, Matt, I know. You really, you really Matt, if you didn't tell me to, if you didn't tell me to shut up, I would not. I, I would get a bunch of this on your show. Yeah. <laughs> I, look at Kyle. You drink as much Crown as you want as we talk about. Are we talking about Outcast on your show? No, sir. No, no we're talking <laughs> no, about Invincible. Invincible. I I think I read the first issue of Invincible. And I'm That's gonna all send, I've read. We're going to send Kyle into your show lit like he was last weekend. Kyle, oh, remember when lit, I went on Kyle. Couch Crunchers? Yeah. Kyle, Ooh. all I've read is Invincible issue number one. That's it. What do I need to Kyle, know? Kyle has a habit of going on shows, though, and not reading or watching the material, though, and pretending like that, he does. That, no, that didn't even really happen. Well, it happened, but they didn't tell me they were talking about Spider-Man movie. They did not tell me. They just said, hey, you want to come on? I said, sure. And they're like, what'd you think of Spider-Man? I was like, oh, I don't go to the movie. They just assumed he saw it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was there. It was, you know, they like to make fun of me because they say I don't come on. It was once. I didn't know they were talking about it. And I don't go to the movies. And if they actually paid attention to the show, they would know I don't go to the movies. All right. So, Kyle, we're doing Invincible. Be ready. I'll be, yeah. Matt, I, read it. I got it in there. I'll read it. I'll reread it. Matt, we're doing Outcast. I'm ready. I will Gangonia. read it. I've read it once already, but I will read it again because I really enjoyed it. Travis, you've never read it, have you? Are we? No. no. The first arc of 
Outcast is awesome. It's very good. It's very is that good. what we're doing? The first we'll do first arc. Yeah, first volume one Outcast, volume one Invincible. Are we clear? Are we? This is yeah. We got it. Oh, we I got it. It's been established. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in stone at this point. Look, you can call me Moses. That's fine. It's on stone tablets. This is happening. <laughs> I'm just. Me. I'm just saying. There's going to be some shut ups as soon as we there's roll in. Shut, shut up, Matt. Shut up. Shut there, up. If there weren't shut up, I would be upset. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, look i want to be booed on my own show that's all i'm saying boo me all you want perfect yeah so what do you guys think about joker getting a bunch of stupid nominations i love it i think it's stupid i love it i i didn't see i have 11 11 i haven't seen it yet don't refrain are you see are you serious oh i fucking hate that movie it's terrible i fucking despise it I appreciate you because I'm worried. I'm worried that I like I didn't see it because I'm afraid I won't like it. It's I I watched it the movies and I didn't like it and I thought it was because the guy that was rubbing my leg was the reason I didn't like it. What? Some some guy next to me kept rubbing up against my leg, so I thought that's the reason why I didn't like it. So then I rented it and I liked it less. Oh, that's not good, uh, Matt. What's what's your take on the? I Joker? loved it. I bought it. I own it. It's it's a fantastic movie. I if you're someone who likes more arty films and character studies, it's fantastic. Slow burn. Don't forget slow fact, burn. Someone out there now has a digital copy of that. I believe. Yes, right, they Matt? do. I gave that away. <laughs> who has my, that? My, my wife and I were gonna go see it to the movies, but we didn't. So good we're like, guys. we're this close to watching it on digital. See, Kyle, pop. people like digital. I, I didn't say anything about digital. Just giving it away is cheesy. We're this close. I like the movie, but I'm going to give you a digital copy of it. We're this. I'm not going to give you the whole movie. Just the digital copy. I I'm look, keeping the cool part of it. Who watches physical DVDs anymore? I no do. one. Does. I do. They do. You guys suck. I like Redbox. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and Redbox likes me because I forget to return. Shut up. <laughs> um. Okay. But so Matt, what made it good? What made the Joker good? I I think Joaquin Phoenix did a fantastic job. I like the way that it was portrayed and um, slow burn. Yeah, I mean, if you call this, you can call it slow burn. It was, but I just like I liked seeing the the idea of this character that's so immortalized and and has God status go from being just a simple man with issues and transforming into what we know of him today, and it. I just, if you like Raging Bull, I don't see why you wouldn't like this movie. It's there, or Taxi Driver. Taxi it, Driver. Yeah, yeah, Taxi Driver. Yeah. It's the it was, Matt. It was, so Kyle, what was your problem with it? It just bored the ever living shit out of me. Okay, it just took too long to get there, and they just they drug it out, and it just it was just slow. There, I wanted a little more action. All right, I wanted right. a little bit more edge of the seat and that's not what you get with this movie. it's not an edge no, of the seat movie yeah. you're not going what the fuck's gonna happen next what the fuck's gonna happen next you're more like it's kind of just putting along oh Trap. he's in the refrigerator oh look he doesn't have his shirt on again because he lost 52 pounds oh it's kind of just how it, oh he killed the guy that he didn't like oh it's just Travis, did you watch it? 
I did. I did. What did you think of what did you think of it? Uh I like I, I'm kind of in between. I like Matt uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance is undeniable. It's, He's an awesome actor, it's, don't get it's, me wrong. It's, it's 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 to carry the the weight of that and to do it in every scene. It's it, it is that is my favorite part of that movie, is just watching an actor. Like, so so Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix or Heath Ledger? Well, it's Joaquin for me. I, 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 here's my they problem both, with that. Uh, awesome. I don't know if they I can do that. Yeah. They were both they both acted they they're both good actors and they yeah. both like i guess like i liked joaquin in it like he, he his acting is good the movie around it sucked well yeah and here's my and it, his acting wasn't enough to make it a, an awesome movie here's my problem okay. with that comparison though is that you getting you're getting joaquin phoenix as he's he's a man becoming the myth yeah and you've got heath ledger who's Already, who is, the who is the myth, and yeah, he's playing what we know as comic book fans to be the Joker. And and Joaquin Phoenix was saddled with the job of trying to get you from from the beginnings of just the man to the to what the icon becomes. So the transformation, yeah, yeah. And I think I think you can take if you were to take uh, you know if you were to take Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And then tell me that Heath Ledger was the same Joker years down the line. I think the, the transition there is seamless. Like, it's not going to be, I wouldn't be like, no, that's not possible. You can see it. You see a lot there of the takes, different. Their, their approaches didn't seem to be that different. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so here's, here's my question. Here's my question. And this is like, I haven't watched it. I want to see it. I just haven't had a chance to watch it now that it's on digital yet. I love Joker as a character. I don't need to know where he came from. I don't. I want him to be an I want him to be this mystery. And I think if you spend time finding out who he is, that ruins the mystery. That's what I got. That's that's my last thought for the show before I don't Wolverine Wolverine's kind of in that same vein, right? The same right. vein. If you, if you put too much origin on Wolverine, it takes away from some of that. I think you're right. All right, gentlemen. Perfect. I'm gonna run away. You run away. Uh, we appreciate it. I, I love being on the show. It was good times. Matt, are you ready to talk? <laughs> I'm always ready to talk. Kyle, are you ready to talk? Invincible. Yeah. All right. <laughs> on the show, Travis and I, are, uh, we do a little show called Comic Exposure. We probably have like 10 listeners a month. <laughs> and we're excited to have you on. Thank you for having me on, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Uh, I love you all. Have a good night. Later, Later, buddy. Thanks for joining us. There you go. So I'm doing um, Invincible, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't what? catch it. I don't yeah. know. Are you guys Are you guys coming on the show? I don't know. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's what I've heard like four times, but I've been told to read like six different books at this point. So, so now I have a very clear, clear, like clear as day of what I look like when I'm on the show. I have, I now understand. He's got a very different personality on a comic exposure. He's usually the, he's usually the straight arrow. Oh no. I think he, I think he heard, uh, he heard the, the stories of how you come on this show and he came correct. He came ready to go. <laughs> he did. He did. Cause uh, now I know how I look when I drink just a tad too much on the show. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta come ready to roll. Why was he uh was he uh a little too drunk? He's a rare form. Yeah. yeah. A lot of a lot of shut ups. <laughs> a lot of here's the question. 
<laughs> I love that guy though. Are you guys are we still going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We crashed, but we're back up now. Nice. I crashed too. My all my internet crashed. Yep, that's what happened to me. Every a lot everything went. Maybe down. it was YouTube then. No, no this was, was Cox. This was straight Cox, yeah. Yeah. In your mouth. Yep, because I lost everything. Yeah, don't forget to pay your cable bill because they'll cut off your cocks. Yep. <laughs> we'll circumcise you. We'll get circumcised. So. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, real quick before Kyle gets into his, his well, do you want to do, do the story before your misconnection, No, 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 Kyle, keep, let's keep talking. I, I want the misconnection to be the very last thing I do. With real quick, do you, guys, do you guys want me to talk about uh, the top ten list real quick and just yes. go over it? Yeah, yeah okay. go for it. 100%. And everybody go check out, not why we're live, but later. Yes. <laughs> yes. Check out the hot ten. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, actually, you guys won't need to because you, you guys are getting uh, 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 exact uh, – we get the the rundown, the broken yeah, down you, version of it. Yeah, you get the rundown version. Um, all right, let's do this. So basically, everybody knows that uh, the craziness this week um, was the Morbius. Everybody was going crazy for that uh, first Morbius appearance um, because of the uh, obviously the the trailer that popped. So let me go ahead and share my screen for you guys. So this week's uh, honorable mention, first honorable mention, there you go, Matt. All right. First honorable mention was uh, we always do a, a Golden Age book. This was a, a Golden Age book that sold for quite a bit. Um, so um, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not big on Golden Age. Uh, this is I a love great that, I love that cover, though, on that Golden Age, though. I love that style. Yeah, Golden Age is always fun because there's – uh, especially the the pre-code um, crime and pre-code horror stuff, because there's just always that really dark, you know, angle to a kid's quote unquote kid's book. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was uh, something that was kind of crazy. I don't know why uh, this book got so hot. Uh, this is also by the same guy that did um, Akira. And uh, this was a three issue, like um, not a trade series, but you know how they make them sometimes that they're a little bit thicker than a regular issue. Mm -hmm. uh, that Dark Horse did back in the day, and and this book has been selling anywhere from sixty to a hundred bucks, and the it's a the number three in a three issue series, and uh, one and two if you have the set you can sell the set anywhere from like a hundred and fifty to two hundred bucks, so it uh, it's oh, kind wow. of tripled in price in the last week. Uh, we all know this one. Uh, this is a fun one. Um, Say by the Bell show that's coming out uh, has this book going at. Uh, you know, decent prices, you know, 25 bucks for this book. It used to be a quarter book, but I just love this cover. Um, I love That's how so great look, look how much darker Kelly Kapowski is than Lisa turtle. Right? <laughs> I was just looking at oh. that. That's that tan, man. <laughs> That's that tan. Man. And, 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 That's and, and you notice tan. how the only two people that have uh, uh word balloons are the two craziest in the, well, Lisa turtle's kind of crazy, but so, anyways, that's uh, number ten. We all know. I why like that how they couldn't they couldn't quite crop the white off of uh, Screech's fro. So it's like the the Photoshop job on there, or if it's just the light on there. <laughs> it's yeah. just the nineties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we talked about this before. So the is show it tonight. actually this cover? This is uh, Thor, God of Thunder, number nineteen, and this isn't the first appearance of the God Butcher. But uh, like we talked about earlier in the show, or before the show, um, where last week uh, Travis brought up 
um, me and Travis brought up that we'd like to see Christian Bale as the God Butcher. And a lot of people are kind of thinking the same thing. So this is a different character, uh, first appearance, but it a lot of people are still kind of, it's the Christian Bale rumor news, like it, that there's a short chance that Christian Bale could play the character that uh, shows up in this issue. But of course, this is the whole God Butcher storyline and everything. So um, I'm, I'd be surprised if you can find this book in dollar bins, but you never know. This, I think that uh, Thor God of Thunder run has been picked clean for most dollar bins for a while now. Yeah. Uh, God, the art, the art in that ser- that run is so good. Beautiful. Eastside yeah. Rubik, if I remember, yeah. Uh, yep. Eastside Rubik, just gorgeous art. Beautiful covers. Jason Aaron is uh, an amazing writer. First appearance of this one's a kind of weird one um, with the Birds of Prey movie coming out. This is the first appearance of Huntress, but not the uh, Bertinelli Huntress. This is the uh, um, Wayne. What's her name? Uh, The Wayne version of the Huntress. Um, Valerie Wayne or something. I forget her name, but it's not the same Huntress that's in Birds of Prey. But again, this goes back to her being on the cover, it being a first appearance of the character, um, why this one is shot up. Uh, so if you want the first appearance of the Bertinelli Huntress, I think that was a uh, Huntress number one, uh, not all-star comics number or DC superstars, uh, presents number 17. So this is, uh, <laughs> a, an amazing cover by Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim, some of the Bruce Tim non uh, Batman Adventures covers are really hard to find. This being one of them, uh, he did two Vampirella covers that are really hard to find. This book's selling for a hundred bucks right now. Uh, it's gone up, uh, doubled three times in price. Usually, it sells for anywhere from thirty to fifty. Now it's selling for a hundred bucks. Raw. This is a raw book. So if you guys can find this, snag it. Uh, this is the Peach Momoko variant of Ghost Spider number two. Peach Momoko books are hot right now, and this is just a cool layout for a cover. It's kind of got that Chamber of Chills glass, you know, where she's holding the glass, and through the glass you see the, the you know, her, her real face. And uh, it's kind of a take on that that a lot of people are loving. I'm not a big fan of Peach Momoko's covers, but uh, a lot of people are. Yeah. New Mutants number 18, of course, we all know why this is hot. This is the first appearance of Demon Bear. Demon Bear being the uh, antagonist or the big bad in the New Mutants movie that's finally coming out. This is a crazy one. This one just came out. It's a 1 in 50 to Marvel Tales, the new Marvel Tales run they're doing. Uh, This is going for three times ratio right now. It's a $150 book. And uh, that's pretty crazy, but the reason why is pure rarity. How many shops do you know bought 50 or more copies of a reprint book, you know? So uh, just pure rarity, and I don't know about you guys, but the Red Goblin character was just a waste of a character, in my opinion. So just a cool cover by uh, Inhook Lee um, and uh, Rarity. Number three is uh, based off more rumors of Ahsoka. Is that how you say her name? Ahsoka? Mm -hmm. Uh, With the rumors that um, What's-Her-Name wants to play her, uh, Rosario Dawson has put out a a call to arms that she wants to play the grown-up character in Mandalorian Season 2. There's words came out that, you know, she's basically going to be in Mandalorian Season 2. So this book is... 100 to 150 raw. The variant of this book is a $900 book in 9.8. 
So it's just a tough book to come by. And one of the things that we talked about on the show, one if you see this character jump from comics and the you know the cartoon show to the large screen, it will be like the real first that a not that a character that was created in the comics or not created in you know the old school movies has gotten to the big screen. And you will see a huge run on spec in the Star Wars book. You will see Afra just go crazy. You will see um, a lot of the uh, old Sith characters like Darth Revan, Darth Bane, Darth Malak. You'll see those books go crazy. You will see a lot of stuff just blow up um, because people in the comic community and the spec world have been waiting for some news that uh, some of these characters are going to go to the big screen. And if that happens, not only will this book blow up, there'll be a lot of crazy Star Wars spec. So, uh, Chad, start looking, brother. Um, this, I'm not sure why this is. I think this has to do with Morbius. This is another Morbius book. Uh, has to do with something to do with Morbius. I'm not sure. Uh, it saw a huge jump in price. This this went up when the Morbius movie was first announced, but uh, then it kind of dropped back down to dollar bin fodder when we didn't hear anything for a while. But it goes along with this as being the number one. Um, this is a, a Silver Age book that kind of was like a second tier, you know, key for a while. And then when the movie kind of announced, it went to a $1,500, $9.8, I think. And now $9.8s are probably like 1000 to $1,300. It has a second print, but don't be fooled. That second print was printed in the 90s. Uh, but it also sells well, so you can sell uh, sell that too. Morbius stuff is hot, and uh, there's a good reason for it. And a lot of people are specking that this is kind of kind of intro, not only the Sinister Six, but intro Marvel start using some of the horror characters that um, are in the in the stable, just waiting to be used. So we'll speaking see. of Sin speaking of Sinister Six, he looks very much very Mister Sinister right there. Yes, he does. I, I you know this is just not a, a, a great cover. I never liked the six arm Spider Man. Um, I think the only thing that made the six-armed Spider-Man anything cool was the cartoon back in the early 90s, mid-90s. Um, but it also made Morbius cooler to me, other than the hand-sucking stuff. That was kind of creepy. Uh, but, yeah, so if, uh, if you got a copy of 101 like uh, our buddy Chuck, uh, get it graded like he plans on, too, that uh, this is actually a book we'll be sending out shortly. So, uh I want to try to I want to try out here. There's not a lot of comic book shops per se out here, but I'm I'm hoping I can go to like there's a lot of back alleyways in Tokyo's. I'm hoping there's something, there's a dive where some collector over here has put a bunch of comics out in some, you know, antique shop. I, there might be a magua like in the background in a cage somewhere, <laughs> well, you know, Travis, like whistling I, to me, but I'm hoping that like uh, maybe that it gives me a little extra foot. I'm not I'm not a collector in that sense like that you guys are i don't know as much of it but like i'm i'm always hoping to stumble around some weird collection in the middle of japan somewhere well i'm gonna give you some advice here i'm gonna share my screen again matt i apologize about this but this book is right up your quote-unquote alley you'll probably find it in some dark alleyway this is the mm -hmm. japanese version of playboy um foreign comics right now they call them foreign variants but they're just comics you know like amazing spider-man 101 that was put out in brazil you know what i mean right and foreign comics are blowing up especially spider-man and that has a lot to do with the glenn uh the um gwen stacy non-canon uh stuff that they did down in uh brazil oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. yeah 
Mexico and Brazil. Um, they call it the Big Booty Gwen uh, uh, books. Mm-hmm. Which basically, what happened okay. is, if you guys want to look into it, you can go do your research. But I, I suggest Global Comics Safari. It's a it's a podcast where they talk about foreign variants. They get really in depth in this. Um, but one of the crazy things is in Brazil. They continued on with Gwen Stacy as a character because she was such a big character down there. People didn't want to see her die. So without Marvel knowing, they continued to write stuff for her and do art for her. And they actually made her a much more voluptuous version of Gwen Stacy. So much just, more Brazilian uh, version of Gwen y- Stacy. Yes, you yes. got it, the Brazilian. But this is goes along with this because this copy of Japanese Playboy has a like a four page or a five page um, preview of a uh, amazing Spider-Man art, you know, article. You can look it up. Um, it'll, the pages are there that ran through Japanese, Japanese, Japanese playboy starting, yeah, starting <laughs> at this issue for like nine issues. But if you can find this issue in, in good condition with the um, centerfold still attached, I mean, and not sticky. Yeah, I took a picture yeah. of it. We're good. I mean, yeah. I took a picture of it for other reasons, but I also will look for it as well. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> huge money. Uh, big, big, big money. And people are shelling it out like no other. I mean, people are paying $1,500, $1,700 for foreign variants right now. And if you can find really good condition copies of this or other Spider-Man, uh, the other Japanese, Japanese Playboy Spider-Man stuff, then uh, yeah it's big money so write down your uh, dark alley yeah man uh, you hit that on the head head. yeah so very cool nice very nice yeah top top 10 hot 10 so todd mcfarlane cgc says as fast as he's signing him they're sending him out that's a good question. I need to look up the CGC account and see. Because they said, so, which means, and then Matt brought up a great point the other day when we were talking Holy about shit. it. Hold on a second. Kyle's giving me credit for something. <laughs> I just want to bask in this for a minute. Hey, well, I think we might just, be just like Spider-Man said, everybody gets one. Just let it marinate. Yeah. But like, since they sat there so long, Matt brought up a great point, though. Do you think they went through and pre-graded them? Prior, That's a great point. Prior yeah, to because I think they, they, they did. There. Yeah, I think why wouldn't they? Because they're 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 encapsulating him and shipping him as fast as he's signing them. So they had to have pre-graded them. Which I think yeah. if it's on their point and they in their part and they did that, kudos to them for doing that. But did you see that picture of Tom McFarlane in the room where all of his books are that he's waiting to sign? Mm-hmm. It was two. Sh- Do you see that? Yeah. It was two shelves on each side, just nothing but boxes of books. It was like five shell, five or six shelves high, and it was like it looked like the width of a room. And he wants you to I take don't pictures think- of what you're getting signed and send them to him too. It'd be interesting because if they did that, they haven't uploaded the grades because all three of our submissions still two of them say received and one still says scheduled for grading. So maybe you guys haven't had your grading done yet. Yeah. Who knows? They're getting them out quick. That's for sure. We're definitely not getting them that. I bet quick. you. I bet you that's what they're doing. Because 
with like because with how quickly they're going, I bet you they've got stacks. They're just going by box, grading them, getting the labels ready. He signs them, they slap it in the encapsule, and it goes out. So it's just a matter of where your box is that your books are in. I guarantee yeah. our box is like seconds from the last. Yeah, that's our well. Box. If you say one of, one of our submissions are waiting for grading, that means it's been signed, right? Two are saying received. One says scheduled for grading. So that's all it says. And, of course, when you look up uh, status explanations, scheduled for grading says each collectible has now been described in detail in CGC's computer system and checked against the submitter's descriptions. So it's been graded. Those ones have been graded, but they just haven't put them in. A unique identification number has been assigned to each collectible based on the submission form number and the item number. So I bet you're seeing that because they're waiting to be signed. Yeah, submissions are then arranged by service and received date so that they can be graded on a first-in, first-out basis by service type. So they haven't been graded yet. So they go to grading quality control next. So then they probably it, it's weird that ours were all shipped together in the same box, but yet yeah, two of them say one thing and four of them say something else. Exactly. Yeah. There's three. So what I did is I took because we each had two books, I just printed out instead of printing out one submission form, I printed out three submission forms, and that way, you know, that they're they're separate. That because we put it, did a lot of the same books. I didn't want our books to get mixed up. So I wonder if maybe they just they're opening your boxes and then they're putting them in like a like a file box or something. So it's like maybe there's like a hundred and one of your guys is like ninety nine, and then your your other books continue on the next box or something. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that's a that's a valid, very valid. But if they did that, that's smart that they did that. They were they were pre. They had to. Well, if they're already shipping books out, and he just started signing. They had to have done it that way. Like that's that's insane. Because they were saying hours after he started signing that books were in the mail, which I found it hard to believe. But who knows? Because they're getting ready to start their con season. Because so you would think like, all right, we got to make sure that this this signing goes quick and flawlessly, so we can it doesn't impact our other business. Well, I will say this. I definitely think that they had a ton of graders on hand waiting for Todd to get there and that they were grading stuff. And that be, and the reason I say that is because uh, one of um, the guy who writes the top, the hot 10, Ben Stein, uh, has uh, basically he, he sent in a like a, a, a lot of like 15 books to get graded. I think he sent them in the day after Christmas and they came back to him in four days graded and they got back to him in four days. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. So that tells me that they had a ton of graders on site and they were just like, Todd couldn't come. He got sick. Let's use this time for something. And they just started grading like crazy their back order, Mm -hmm. which is smart. That's good. Um, Instead of sending people home, you know, the people are already there. You might as well grade. I don't know if that's if that's exactly what happened, but to send a, a 15 order, a 15 book order in and get it back in like four or five days is crazy. It's insane. Yeah. I was hope so hoping when you looked it up just now, they were gonna say the the ships done. Yeah. Because they've had them for a while. They've had our books for a while now. Yeah, we sent them the so the seventh, right? The sixth. Yeah. Yeah. So shitty. I knew it was going to be quick. That's grading. That's our luck on grading. You know, yeah, all the, the absolute geek fans know what our luck is on grading. So, 
I, I'd be curious to see what's if Tim's looked his up yet, or if he can, or if he. I don't know if he shipped them in through his account or if he did it through his comic his book store. store. He, I think he did. Well, he can tell us if, if Tim is still uh, doing his fucking job. Ooh. <laughs> or, I mean, uh, if Tim is still in the chat, um, he can tell us. I mean, he did come in a little bit ago and asked if it was called Japanese food or just food. Japanese. Yeah. yeah. Japanese. There you go. There you go, Travis. Now you can go to the bar. Like, are you one of them Japanese girls? <laughs> they they are very loud when they eat their food. They're very slurpy. Yeah, they're ramen, especially. It says still in process. Japanese. That's what that's what four of our books say, right? Yeah. All right. So, um, so what I want to start doing here each week is finding one news topic that we think is is funny and uh, kind of off the wall that's not complicated related to talk about it. And this week we got pretty much hand delivered one with a gentleman, um who is going through a messy divorce and instead of the normal uh, tactic of doing lawyers in court, he decided to, uh, to ask the judge in his divorce settlement for a trial by combat to settle his divorce fight. proceedings and for his, his um, custody battle for his, his child and with his ex-wife, he wants to do a, a uh, trial by combat and he says he, he doesn't intend or want to hurt his ex-wife, but he just feels that because of the way the men are treated and looked at in custody hearings, that he wanted to be outlandish to get everyone's or you know everyone's eyes on this story. So, what what do you guys think of uh, doing trial by combat or trial by combat as an option in a court hearing instead of? I think it's awesome. System? He wanted he wanted to have it as a sword fight. Yeah, my first my first thought is that scene from Cable Guy in the the medieval times where they're <laughs> they're fighting. He's like, "Come here, so I may brain thee." Yeah. Yeah. Like, ah! I think that it's funny that and kind of stupid in the same way of what the reason the thing he said, but the reason he's doing it for, I totally agree. I think that male the how bad it is when like a, a father goes to get custody of his kids from his mom, and if the mom's a d bag then it's so much harder for the male to get custody, um, which is wrong. I Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of single mothers that are, that are you know, raising their kids by themselves out there, and that sucks. And the majority of it is probably, you know, called for. But it shouldn't be the norm, you know, that automatically when you go to, you know, you're in a custody battle, automatically the mother is like has won no matter what and that's the majority of the cases it seems to me um as being an outside person so i just i, just, real it is. I love his comment and what he wrote in his court papers so he wrote in his court filings i now wish to give them the chance to meet me on the field of battle where i will rend their souls from their bodies <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know, he, he even said he doesn't want to hurt his ex-wife but he's willing to let her have his uh, her lawyer step in and and fight him, but he wants a trial by combat. So that dude definitely has a hundred a one twenty prot warrior in World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like grandmaster status in War yeah. Game. War it would be Hammer great if they, they set it up like he walks up with a with a a glove and he slaps him. <laughs> Ceremonial have, swords are used, and you know it would be funny if the if the judge goes okay and calls out the mountain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you have a proxy? Yeah, yeah. It should be like Game of Thrones. Though. Can you have a proxy? She should be able to call in like somebody else too. 
<laughs> Conor McGregor and uh, Donald Cerrone are fighting tomorrow night. Maybe they can just like, like let's just like pick a fighter and yeah. make a bet, and then that's who wins the the custody. Yeah, you I think trial like, by combat is a fantastic idea for court hearings now, though. Yeah, settle simple yeah. disputes with trial by combat. Or any any contest, like who can blow the biggest bubble with their gum? I, I think it should be because we, we, I feel like I don't know. I've never been through a divorce. If you make this uh, back court shot, <laughs> I get you point I, up at me. <laughs> I do know that it's ridiculous. So why not have it based on just as ridiculous thing as like who can fart the loudest or you know like who can yeah you know make the best mac and cheese? I don't know. It's it's just all ridiculous. It's I a totally cook off. I totally would have opted. It's a barbecue cook-off. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cook-off, but be careful of those crockpots, people. You, you know, we Bobby know that they can lead to death. <laughs> if you can beat Bobby Flay in the iron <laughs> an iron chef, you win iron your court, <laughs> court hearing. Yeah. Whoever beats Bobby Flay wins. That's go. it. But sounds like we're all uh we're all good for trial by combat, but that's gotta be something you can do for uh Phoenix Comic Con, right? You know how they have what would you do for a Klondike bar? If you guys get some like cool issues of things or graded stuff, it would be like having people like what would you do for like a sealed what it's Todd McFarlane's, you know, you, you can't break the bank on it, but it'd be fun to get people That's up there. That's what and we see should what, do for a panel, doing. Kyle. Yeah, exactly. What would you do for, for just a bunch of you, like rare key like key issues that aren't terribly overpriced and have people come up with nerf swords and do trial by combat. For, and then, so if someone's like, I will do that. If I, if someone comes up there and say, I will do this, someone from the audience can one up them. And yeah. so it becomes like a, a bidding war. Well, then you can even do like a white elephant. So where they can like one up to try and steal something somebody else won. Exactly. <laughs> it's all crazy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what they should do it is like last man standing, like the original UFC was. So who you get 10 people and they sword fight. And whoever's the last person. A king of the ring type situation, yep. yeah. Or you can do trial by combat, but we make the combat like we pick out of a bag, and one of them's like, you know, something stupid like uh, Connect Four or something. You know what I mean? Like yes. some stupid yeah. combat. You know, like and you have like four of them going on at one time, and then you just move from one to one as you see the progress. And with the mic, like, how are we doing over here? You're like, well, I got three connected. I I, I don't know how I'm gonna get this fourth one. <laughs> And cut to next year, the first year panels have to have insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All because we let one rogue podcast come here and do things we got like a, trial by combat. We got a nine-year-old girl with a Klingon yeah. sword through her neck at the Absolute Geek panel. <laughs> Just seeing upset little girl sitting in the front row with an eye patch. Just all mad. <laughs> Holding a brony yeah. or something like that. All frowning and shaking her head. <laughs> She's just waiting. Child by combat would have been a fantastic option for my divorce. <laughs> I would have totally done it. They could, they could, if you picked Kyle as your proxy, it'd be Kyle by combat. There you go. <laughs> Kyle by combat. He does not know. He does not know karate. Just, a, just a heads up. It's all be easy to beat. I challenge you to a Kyle by combat. <laughs> if you could outdrink me, then you win. There we go. Q Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Q Brandon. 
That's who I want my proxy. I've actually learned how to saber off fucking bottles of champagne, so I plan on bringing <laughs> yeah. up the saber. That's, that's my proxy right there because he already knows it how to does, use a saber. It, it does sound really badass in that context, though. When yeah. you think about it as like a, a drinking trial by combat and someone comes <laughs> on, I will saber off some fucking bottles. I'm like, that's my bro. That's my dude over here. Yeah. <laughs> that, so real quick, guy. I got to ask. I got to ask, uh, Matt and Kyle, you guys went over to Brandon's comics last week, uh, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. Yeah, we went to that. He has a lot of comics in there. That's good. I I, I love that uh, you can walk into a comic shop and go through boxes of comics. Well, walking, walking into is a little bit of an overstatement. It's so small. His shop is very small. So when oh, you, it's, okay. uh, it's a decent, I mean, it's, 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 it's a, it's a normal suite. It's like Greg's Greg's really small too. Yeah. 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 Small too. So right when you walk into Brandon's, he's just got these tables and it's just lined from like, right when you walk in to like three quarters back is just nothing but boxes of comics. That's awesome. Going all the way back. And then on each wall, he has like new releases on one wall. And then he's just got, all these books all lined on the other wall, like eye catchers. And then he's got like these cases that has other like eye catchers in it. Mm-hmm. Some it's things aren't the though, greatest. That I, that I, the size of a comic book shop would matter because so many comic shops rely on that, that D and D crowd, that like card game crowd yeah. to come in and kind of get people in, in there. So there is that, that's an interesting aspect of it. Not having that space to have that, those gatherings. Well, he seems purely comics. Like I like that. That's I it. think I, I dig that. I mean, yeah, I, I, think- cool, I wish we could have stayed there longer. I just wasn't feeling well. And, um, I was already ready to leave by the time we were done. There was nothing else to see. I just was I wasn't feeling that well, and I had to go to the concert, so I had to yeah. I had to drive all the way back, you know, back to the west side. But I would like to go back one day and dig through his backstock again. Well, it would be it would be interesting. You know, what we should do one of these one of these when we get a chance is uh, throw on the GoPro and uh, do a uh, absolute geek inside uh, you know local shops. We should do we should do we should do Brandon's and then we should do like Fantastic World Comics. Yeah, we should just go hit every shop and just throw it up as a you know a quick uh, clip on the site and say, hey, here's uh, Arizona shops for you if you guys uh, you know want to go check one out. And uh, it's kind of a drive. Here's uh, here's what they look like. Should turn you into like the Gordon Ramsay of comic book shops. Yeah, oh, this God, shop is it. bullshit. I couldn't do it. Um, I. Uh, I have too many years of uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> I've become too much of a nice guy. Like when uh, when I got fired from my job and they uh, and they gave me this bullshit speech about why they're firing me, I just kind of sat there for a second and, and went. It was like a really uncomfortable like 10, 15 seconds where I just looked, looked at the table, didn't say anything. And in my head, I'm thinking, all right, let's come up with some really good things to f- tell these guys how to fuck off. And then I went, eh, it just isn't me. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. So, <laughs> well, all right, guys, let's, so let's finish up. Kyle, let's go ahead and read your uh, misconnections. Cause I mean, it's already almost 3 PM in Tokyo. So we pretty much killed Travis's entire Saturday. So it's raining. Give, We're good. Give this guy a little bit of time to do something today. Let's see. What should I do? What part of the Valley would you like me to read one from? 
Oh, Grizzle Geek is there. Grizzle Geek says, we have a steady cam. You can use it so you don't have to use a GoPro. I feel like Grizzle Geek has been here the entire time. He just hasn't said anything because he doesn't want to get roped into another competition like he did last week. (laughs) (laughs) He's been quiet because he's like, oh, shit, Travis is back. What? what, uh, We've already got uh, another drunk guy is on the show. What am I getting roped into this? (laughs) But anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. Is there a certain... Part of Buckeye. the rally. Do you have Buckeye? Do you have anything from Buckeye? Let me see. I've got I feel like some fun Phoenix, ones. East Valley, Scottsdale, Phoenix. Let's see. 35th of Peoria, Mesa, I, Tempe. I feel like anything from like Apache Junction would be crazy. Yeah. Goodyear. Oh, Goodyear would be interesting. Goodyear? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mike says, yep. <laughs> this one's called <laughs> Patricia. Patricia, we hooked up last year. You're from close to the 101. I'm in Goodyear. We met at Lowe's, had a great time in the parking lot. My schedule keeps us from seeing each other again. I'm retired now. I'd love to reconnect. Hope you see this. How many people you think actually get their misconnections connected? Zero. Nobody. Zero. Zero. And I think half of the time they're made the fuck up too. I got a handy in the parking lot. I didn't know who you were. Well, well here's happen? a perfect example. Travis, you're you're an English teacher. It would be a very good thing to say, hey, let's use your uh your fiction writing skills to make a get laid. connection. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. It'd be a good assignment. I'd be yeah. like, you know, like, like, don't say her tits were great. Say they were like bodacious. Say they were supple. <laughs> say that they were like almost like regal heaving. and and royal. Heaving. <laughs> heaving. Her bosom. Don't call them her chest, call her bosom. <laughs> her bosoms were heaving. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. That's a good one. Give me another one. Give me another one. You want another one? Yeah, yeah. We'll do... uh, I'll just go with the first one. Uniformed Man. What? Wait, what was the title? Uniformed Man. Oh, okay. Mm. I used to stop you every time you had a chance. Doesn't even make sense. I would like to come back to see you. Just tell me something that reminds me of you. I don't know if you were married or single, but I knew no... That you occupied a little more attention than I could give you. Mm. That doesn't sound like a misconnection. That sounds like they connected and like she's just like re- reaching out to someone. Yeah, that sounds like an odd <laughs> fantasy. Like, yeah, yeah. That sounds like you're like trying to tell yeah. your buddy's girlfriend that you have a thing, a feeling for her or something. Come on, Kyle. There's got to be something with some heaving bosoms in there. Come on. They they don't let you do those anymore. You can't heave. Yeah, you can't do no it with, with passion, huh? No, remember they remember they the government shut down misconnections for a while. Yeah, well, that's go to Craigslist. Were, go to go to Craigslist. That's where you're at. That's where you're oh, at. Yeah, well, they yeah. said they set it down because of the prostitution stuff that was going on, and the solicit. Yeah, the solicitation of sex, prostitution, same thing. Here, I'll try this one. This one's kind of long, though. Fuck, beautiful, mature woman at CVS. I made a delivery last Wednesday morning to the yeah, CVS did. on Elliott and Rural in Tempe. You were a customer. Was Beautiful it small dick pills? Sexy. Yeah, it was. It was a big case of small dick pills. Small dick pills. 
You had a red with blur horn on the front of it, just holding <laughs> the pills like this with the fucking yeah, wearing his small he's, bump. He's fucking stuffed back into his Robin costume, and he's got the small <laughs> dick pill bottle. Goodbye, horses. Yeah. Let me see if I can try to find a good one. See if there's a good one on here. So this episode don't t- suck. I tuck. <laughs> um, DK four two one says you should try a bullhead. City. <laughs> um, there's one. Let's see where to go. There's a. Uh, I saw one that said "Bull Shooters." <laughs> That's right. a bar. Sounds like a bar. Yeah, I remember that bar. Yeah, it's a pool hall. Oh, yeah. damn! You were in the green jacket playing pool. We locked eyes. You're a Latina. Very beautiful. If you see this, don't be shy. And they like, probably got a message from like every Latina in the valley. Right? This dude. Uh, you need to be a little I, more I like specific the, than that, buddy. Yeah. Let's see. See, there's just not good ones like there used to be. No heaving bosoms, huh? No. Like... A lot of the gay people and stuff aren't on here anymore talking about blowjobs in the movie theaters and shit. Mm. Yeah. What's our country coming to when we and can't put a good right. blowjob story online? That's how you know it's going downhill. <laughs> nah, see, they're not any good. I thought you had one already prepped and ready to go, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I just figured it'd be... Okay, here we go. <laughs> Sell it. It's probably not that good. Years back, we met on 51st Avenue in Thunderbird. You were beautiful. I was working at Maxio's at the time, and you moved back into your parents. That's a winner. We ended up sleeping together in the car of the apartments west of the bar. We played pool. You had a dress on one time, and we were all over each other. You came... Oh, different came. You came and saw me at my work, and we went to tailgaters. We really are into each other, but shit happens. I miss you and think about you. Hmm. I feel like you should really have this person's number if you spent the night in the car with them and uh, made out with them in a dress. Uh, it sounds like we could have avoided this misconnection. Right? Yeah, they're just not as good as they used to be. I like Xbox Girl Central Phoenix. Yeah. Are you still around? Tell me what makes you unique in question mark. <laughs> like there's one where guys like talking to a girl at a sauna in the gym. Why would you why would you go to Miss Connections? Just talk to her the next time you see her in the gym. Jesus Christ. Right. I like the idea of a co-ed sauna. Super cool progressive gym. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I'll just pick one at random every week and we'll read it and hopefully we get a, a good one once in a while. I liked them better when it was... Lady Short Skirt Walking, Scottsdale McDowell. I was just looking at that one. <laughs> yeah. Seen this lady with super short skirt walking with two others. Just wow. Man, almost, man, she had a, almost she had a short skirt on. Almost crashed looking short. at you. 
Hope you had an awesome day. I'm sure lots of other guys almost lost seeing you. You're walking south in Scottsdale and McDowell Road, too. Wow. Fucking hell. Yeah, man. We, she was sitting out there, man. She had this short skirt on, man. You can see her chair. It was, man. Yep. I, I miss that girl. Here. Down under. Oh, Looking for a bud to accompany me on the nature tour. Be it dusty or clean. Must like roughness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fucking people, dude. It's awesome. I'm glad they finally published my ad. I've been asking them for weeks. <laughs> I've been following up, man. It's just crazy. I love these things. Like, who goes, man? We made eye contact. I wonder if they wrote about me. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just... Pretty and thin businesswoman on American Airlines flight. Did you see that one, Kyle? No, I sat across uh, the aisle from you and coach on the flight from Philadelphia to Phoenix late Friday night on January 10th. You were thin, attractive, and very friendly. When we were talking, you were busy on your laptop the whole flight, and I didn't work up the nerve to talk to you until we stood up getting ready to exit the airplane. I commented on your luggage diamond ring, and you said you were living in the Phoenix area, but used to live in PA and a long time ago. We seemed to hit it off pretty well, but I assumed you'd already had someone, even though you had no wedding ring of band on. You said your husband passed away? Question mark. I didn't ask for your contact information. I'm an idiot, and I had a long day. And give you the <laughs> chance to politely decline. I'm posting this in the slim chance that you might read it. I now regret not closing the deal with you because I really enjoy it our brief conversation and want to give it to know you better, even if only as friends. I'm sorry for that, but if you're out there, please get in touch. Who the fuck do you really think is going to read these? Us. Well, no, I mean, read these and, and answer them. Yeah. Like here, this, this one is dead. Especially dead. A, apparently a savvy businesswoman who is right. God, <laughs> I want to, I want that. I wonder what happened to that guy on the plane that I, that, he, you know, and he probably said something stupid like, would you like to go ahead of me? Yeah, think of, and like, he plays out this giant fantasy in his head, but really it was like something just super dumb he said, you know? Or or you think about all the people you come in contact with every day and all the conversations and, and short, like, talk, you know, conversations you have with people. And do you really think you're going to be like, oh man, I should have said this and I'm going to go to Misconnections and hope they read it. No, you're just going to go about your day. You know? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, how many people actually go check misconnections and like places they were? Like, I got like, my hair hmm. cut today, and mean the my the the check cutting my hair. We're having a good conversation. Doesn't mean I'm gonna go to fucking Craigslist and be like, I hope you see this. You know, F fuck people. Are, I don't know. Here, desperately seeking Dollar Tree, Susan. That, there it is. Oh, great title though. Yeah. Hi, Susan. We had many great months of physical intimacy together in our vehicles at your place off Little Creek Road. If you're at I your place, you. why are you in a vehicle? Right. I, black male, drove pickup truck and worked behind your Dollar Tree store. You, white female, had a minivan and we both drove each other crazy with desire. And we were great together. Sefi, oh, that's a phone number. Six five six two four zero six two nine nine. Please get in contact with me. 
I love that Kyle has the balls just to read people's phone numbers. <laughs> they have the balls to put it on there. That's true. <laughs> you want to put it on there? Know. I'll fucking read it. Here, this one is. All right, one more. You, you said your name was Angela. You gave me a 30-second dance. You were the most beautiful girl in the entire place. Hit me up if you see this and you are up for it. What do you think the over-under is? She's a, a stripper at an Alaskan bush company or something. <laughs> it's somewhere in Mesa. It was like Sausage. called Dollar Lap Dance Nights. You know. So, I don't know. I think they're funny. They are funny. They are funny. So. Sup, nerds. All right. Anybody got anything else you want to talk about tonight? Travis, thanks for coming on again, man. Sorry we killed no, your man. entire Saturday. So no, I'm man, doing Outcast and I Matt is reading I, I just wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah, I think you're reading uh, Beetle Bailey <laughs> and then you're reading Dennis the Menace. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's all over the place. We're all, no, we're all I, I always have a good time, man. Uh, thank That's you, guys. Glad, yeah. glad we can have you on again so soon. Got anything, Brian? Yeah. You guys heard it from me. I'm not going to think of that unless... I yeah no, <laughs> just right. jap noise. Well, guys, if you had a good time tonight <laughs> and you're hanging out in the chat, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. If you want to support the show in some way, form or another, you can uh, go over to Buy our yeah our Etsy store and pick up an Absolute Geek shirt like the one Kyle is sporting right now. That's our new Absolute Geek logo shirt. Those shirts look sick and sleek, beautiful, beautiful. Done by our uh, listener of the show, Jay. And what, what's his? It's Gas Lamp shirt. Cato Negro. Yeah, something like that. We'll, we'll get his link and we'll make sure to, to shout him out for that. So if you guys want to support the show, definitely pick up a shirt at our Etsy store. Um, link will be in the description below. Uh, again, I want to thank Travis for, for coming out and, and hanging out with us again. And uh, his other buddy and counterpart from Comic Exposure, who I feel like be telling us to, to shut up right now. Um, someone wants us to talk iron man 2020 i haven't dude that and i i thought that the cover with the huge gears it was like it was like the equivalent of pouches to me like it was just pointless it was the, the cover i picked i got i picked up this cover hmm terrible but I just <laughs> the book, like I skimmed the book that and the end of Venom, the end did not like sit well with me at all. I skimmed them and I literally felt like I wasted my money to this week. Why? What about Iron Man 2020? You felt like it that. Just, I feel like the art is crappy and it's just, I don't know. It, Who's the artist? It's a good cover that. artist too that did the Gears cover. Well, I forget. Like 14 different covers for this freaking book. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Um, I just Pete, thought the Pete Woods. Stupid. Pete Woods is the artist. Like it, it would look so much better without those gears. But that was how that was what they did back in. Uh, I think the first Amazing Spider-Man or the first uh, Iron Man 2020 was an Amazing Spider-Man Annual number yeah. nine or ten or something like that. I it just I just don't like. I just think it's stupid. It's cheesy. Yeah, it's yeah. really cheesy. But. That's what people love for some He reason. said they ended Tony Stark at 19. I agree. 
Why didn't 2020 arc just be issue 20 instead of a new number one? That Well, here's the thing about 2020 is they're doing this whole, like, mechanized month thing with it. So, like, it starts with Iron Man 2021, number one, then goes into number two, then Machine Man 2020, Force Works 2020, Rescue 2020, Iron Man 2023, Iron Age, uh, Mecha Man 2020, number two. So, like, it's like all this whole, like, 2020 thing, Wolverine number two. So it's, it's like this whole overarching story that they've got going on with it. And I'll have to dive more into it. Um, and actually take the time to sit down and read the book. But like I read the first couple of pages and I was like, man, this just is not sitting well. And I just don't know if it was like one of those times I just didn't want to read comics. Like this is just not sitting well. So I put it down, but yep. And he said, shoulder, shoulder gears are very live. Yes, they are. Yeah, just it, that's what it reminds me of is pouches. They're the new pouches. Pouches, yes. The the they're they're gonna be our new pouches. But everybody's well, gonna have gears for the next five years. We'll look I'll look up on it and I'll uh I'll cover more on it next week if you want me to, but I just haven't I haven't read it yet all the way through yet. Cause like I said, I started to read it and I put it down because it just I had no interest in it. And I mean, no no other good books really came out this week that I would want to turn everyone on to to talk about. So that's kind of like what the comic market looks like for this week but, but yeah but again i want to make sure we get out of here so travis can go sp- finish up his day but guys if this is your first time finding us make sure that like and subscribe button again if you want to support the show make sure to head on over to our etsy shop and pick up one of our absolute geek shirts we have a couple options there uh you can get our comic code shirt um the one kyle's wearing now and then coming soon will be our no sir that is an incorrect statement shirt you can pick one of those up and, um, and come on, you guys, subscribe because we're 12 subscribers yeah. away from 200. Don't so forget. I can give that goddamn book away. Exactly. Don't forget about our 200 subscriber giveaway on YouTube. Once we have 200 subscribers, we're going to give away a slabbed 9. 12 to go. So, yeah, let's get, get those. There. Let's get those 12. Get those 12 people. Let's I'm give away. Ready this to give book. this goddamn book out. I'm subscribed. Go. I'm subscribed. There you go. You have yeah, a chance to win the back. book. I unsubscribed. <laughs> oh, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you're listening to this on this playback through any of your podcasting apps, make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review as it helps us a lot in the podcasting standings. And always for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. I'm Travis. There you go, Travis. I was gonna, you've been here. You're you're a pro now. You can do the outro. I didn't this. know if you were doing that or nor, nerds, dorks, geeks, you die. Oh, no, we're not. That, no, that, <laughs> we don't no, do that. Stuff. No, we don't do that, that crap. But we'll see you guys next time. Keep them back and boarded. Even. <laughs>